That was a good, good cup of tea. Thanks for that early start, Ant. Mm-hmm. As always, I'm ready. You said you were ready. Yeah, well, I was having a sip of a drink, so got to be ready. Um, I wait until after I've hit record. You wait until afterwards, and then you start drinking. I see. Yeah. That's because you have control of the record button. Um, so, Ant, welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 92. Welcome to our audience. As ever. Welcome to die. Welcome to die. Mm. <laughs> um, as ever, we're excited. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. Uh, it's been some sad news today, but we'll move on from that because we're not going to glorify any of the actions of weird little shits. Yeah, um, they delayed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's sad. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. The actions of little shits. They will eventually make it. Messed it up. Well, yeah, a rapist, paedophile little shit. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Sedovich. Yeah, That's his name, isn't it? Don't give him a name. Don't give him a name. Yeah. Lispy McGee. Don't name the paedophiles. No, you're right. Um, this me basement dweller. Yeah, cunty cunt flaps. Mm. Uh, but anyway, he's a rapist as well. Yeah. We've, got, we've got to keep saying that, that we shall from now on know him as the convicted rapist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, so yeah, it's been it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Nothing major's really happened. There's been some new stuff, some old stuff, some of the stuff that I'm going to review I may have talked about before. I'm don't, pretty sure I have. Don't. Don't review stuff. Again. Well, no, no, because now it's the finished product. You remember All you before? do is sit and watch TV programs. You've got stuff you can review you haven't reviewed before. No, this is stuff I have reviewed, but in a previous form. Now it's a full release. Anyway, we'll get to that when we get to that. I'm going to ask you, Anne, personally, how are you doing? What have you been up to these last two weeks? Is there anything that you don't want to review, but you've you've done or you've you've happened across? Or No, I don't even know if I've got four things. What What were those snacks like that you had today? Salty. Salty? Mm. Have you had... I mean... Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel bad. You feel bad? You feel gross inside? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Um, here's an interesting question for you. I, I found myself playing my Switch a little bit again today. Um, I went back to Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. Um, I still think that that's probably one of the best games of last year. Um, have you revisited it since the add-on? No, no, I haven't played it for a while. No, I would recommend it. I recommend giving it a go, going back to it. I'll play it eventually. You'll play it eventually. Eventually, you'll play it. I haven't played it enough that I. I think I reviewed the add-on content before, so I haven't played enough to give another opinion. Nor would I need to because there's no additional to it. But um, except for the DLC, I already reviewed in a few episodes ago. Anyway, no, that's besides the point. So I'm going to go first this week. I'm going to do the first review. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Get on with it. You got a problem with that? No. Just do it. Um, like, so I was browsing. Sake. I was browsing the Blu-ray releases, browsing Fucking the, the newly released thing. Blu-rays. Yeah, and in America, they have just got a 1080p transfer. Well, it's a 2K restoration transfer to a 1080p Blu-ray of Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Mm. I was very excited to watch it. Um, I couldn't get the Blu-ray because no, oh, that's I don't have a multi-region Blu-ray player, and it wouldn't ship to the UK. So I ended up buying a buying a copy for a digital video site. Um, mm. And the copy that I had through the digital video site said it's a new, the new version. So it's the new, newly up. I had the release date of, I think it was Friday. So I was very excited to watch it. Uh, I started playing it and it is the worst. Re- if it is the restoration, then I'm glad I didn't buy the Blu-ray. Because it is just, it's really pale. Colours aren't really there. Have you gone through some dodgy website no, again? No, I bought it through a proper website, a proper reputable website that's, that does, you know, digital movies. Which is scared to name because they're not reputable. No, That's no, I'm not thing. scared to name them. I just don't ever in these mm. things. Because even if I use iTunes or Google Play or any of that sort, it's pretty much the same system to, to run it. It's a, it's a codec that runs through the... Yeah, that's how you watch it. Yeah, it's like a H.264 
yeah, file. That's just the and I have stereo audio, stereo audio or five point one depending on your sound. But you can select the options of the yeah, thing. Yeah. I was using ultraviolet for the next film we're going to talk about because that was the only way I could get a digital code. Yeah, I know, I know. But are you buying your codes off people? Well, I had to buy a code off of someone because I didn't find it's not been released yet in the UK. Well, you just wait until it's released in the UK like because I wanted to watch a fucking movie anyway. Oh, so, God. Return of the Dead Part Two was a blowout. I still watched it. I still love that film, and I'd still recommend it to a lot of people like zombie movies that look at something a bit different. It's it's more comedic than the first one, and for some reason they decided to bring back a couple of the characters as new characters and not as themselves from the first film. And there is like a, they are aware of what they're doing because at one point one of the characters says, I feel like we've been here before and it's almost the exact same story but played more, more comedically and with a different outcome. So, so yeah. So that's, that's nice. But Return of the Dead 2 isn't why I'm talking right now. I'm going to talk first about Summer of 84. So you know that So film, you're wasting my time again. You know that I'm thing, to... you know that thing, Stranger Things, that everybody, everybody's so into nowadays. Never Stranger Things it. 1 and 2. You know, everybody's all about the 80s now, and they're like, oh, nostalgia for the 80s. And Doesn't it's, ring a bell. And, you know, things like Guardians of the Galaxy, you mentioned it earlier, stuff like the music, the cassettes, you know, it's all, there's a lot of, a no, there's another nostalgia wave of writing right now. There's a lot of this stuff coming back. I saw someone with a fucking Zune HD the other day. What's wrong with them? Uh, well, the Zune HD was actually a high-res music player, so I'm not going to diss release those in the UK. What, why would you go to extra effort well, to get a Zune? He may have been an American dude. I don't know. He, he did have Beats headphones, so I was like, why have a high-res oh, player if you don't idiot. have a high-res MP3? Yeah, he's like, idiot. one of the things that made me, laugh, made me laugh is I had a conversation with someone the other day because I was wearing my Audio-Technica hmm. M50Xs, uh, big headphones, and they look ridiculous when you're walking around in them, but they're yeah, warm and they're nice twat. headphones, and they work really well with my high-res Sony A35 High-res media player. Um, DAP. All right, so digital, digital audio player. But I was listening to some albums on FLAC, um, and uh, and I went past someone, and they had they had the Zune. They had the Zune Beats headphones, and they just so happened to be in the same carriage I was in, so I sat, I sat away from them. Uh, but I just kept thinking to myself, you've got... It's like if I had my high-res player and to listen to music that I genuinely love and I want to listen to in the best possible quality, I got a pair of those earbuds, you know, the Apple ones, and I was like, oh, God, I love this song. And I'm like, and, and I'm really, I'm really celebrating how I'm listening to it and not considering in any way, shape or form that that is possibly the worst way to listen to that song that I love so much. What and are you fucking reviewing? So anyway, so it's been about four minutes. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. We're riding a wave of Jesus nostalgia. Christ. Where am I supposed to put the start time for a I review? Have no if fucking you... idea. Like you just put it when I start talking about Return of the Dead. Oh, so God. nostalgia. Yeah, but now people have to sit through four minutes. So and nostalgia on. is a thing nowadays. Oh. Everybody's into it again. Everybody loves it. Everybody's into like the old shit, like eighties and stuff like this. It always happens. You know, fashions waves and it's cyclical. Like we always come around to the stuff again. Um, but yeah, so um, Summer of '84 plays on this. Obviously, by the title, set in 1984, it's a band of kids, your traditional archetype. So you've got the fat one, the smart one, the 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 uh, ladies' man, and then you've got the or the cool one, and then you've got just the main character who sort of feels sort sort of he's just an everyman, just has personality traits. He just sort of comes up with the initial idea. Um, there in in 1984, in the small sleepy town, there happens to be a serial killer on the loose. Oh no, he's killed a bunch of boys. Um, and the little, the main character, he thinks that it's his neighbour, the local police sheriff. He thinks this because one night he does see him, um, one night he sees him with a young man in his house. And whereas I thought that 
basically, um, the film sets it up so there's a lot of little suspicious circumstances. Nothing's confirmed straight away. There's just these hints and tips that, you know, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. And then they, it gets to a point in the plot where they try and throw you a curveball, but the film's not very good. So the curveball sort of curves around like a boomerang and hits him in the fucking face. Oh, right. Because the kid confronts the person he thinks is a murderer, and then suddenly the next day that police chief finds the murderer. Oh. And the film plays it really seriously and like, oh, look, they've clearly got him. Look, he's clearly been caught. But then the main character who... This is kind of the only point in the film where he does this. He actually acts like a human being. And he turns around and he goes, he goes, oh, fuck, no, that's not him. Clearly he's setting it up so it looks like him. And then the other character's like, no, 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 look, he got a killer. Of course it's it's not him. He he found the murderer. So game over, shenanigans done. Uh, but the little kid persists um, with a neighbour girl that he's been spying on. Remember the 80s when you could sexually harass a woman and it was just kiddie frolics? Like they have like the binoculars going through the blinds and stuff. You remember Monster Squad? Where the cool kid's looking down the telescope and he's looking at the girl getting undressed in the window. Shit like that. It's disgusting. I know it's disgusting, but you know it's the 80s and 90s. There are a lot of jokes about that. I mean, you've got to remember Revenge of the Nerds and to a lesser extent Revenge of the Nerds 2. I too. don't want to. And House Party to a lesser extent House Party 3. Uh, but uh, House Party Three looked like House Party Two. <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh, I love, I love that film. Anyway, um, so yeah, somewhere he thought, uh, and, and right in the last bit, it it just sort of goes like, oh no, guess what? Everything we set up in the first ten minutes is true, and it kind of just fucking ruins itself. Oh. But one of the things I will say is the guy who plays the neighbor, who they suspect is a killer, really fucking good actor. Because he does, he does the whole thing, he does it really well, like the whole charming thing. And then at the end, the last 15 minutes, he becomes this really sinister presence. And you think, like, oh, is this just because we've seen the kind of shit that he actually does? And I'm not going to spoil the shit he does because that's the more interesting aspect to this. Um, but no, it's there's like a scene in which he has a monologue mm-hmm. that works, just works. He He's clearly an intelligent killer because he's been hiding it for a long time, he's been doing it for a while. And he has this kid in the woods, he's beaten the shit out of his friend, I think he's killed his friend, I can't quite remember. Um because it's confusing because they have like a weird split timeline where one kid's running one way in the woods and the other's running the other way and they they reveal that one kid finds a car and then you see the other kid but I can't remember if you see him in the car or not but anyway um, so yeah he's got this kid in his hands he's got he's got him by the shirt and he says he says I'm not going to fucking kill you you ruined my fucking life I'm not going to kill you I'm going to let you go and what I'm going to do is I'm going to disappear and at one point at some point in your life some point in my life I'm going to come back I'm going to take my fucking revenge on everyone you care about. And he just exits the movie. Oh. And I thought that was fucking so excellent. time Brian Griffin was threatening to punch Stewie, but he wouldn't tell him when he was going to do yeah. it. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just the idea that this little kid, like, the kid, the kid's scared because he's a serial killer, and he thought, oh, I've won the day. And this whole setup that he's like, oh, I've got, I've got evidence, I've done all this, I've caught the killer. And then at the end, the killer's just like, I'm still one fucking step ahead of you because I'm a fucking adult. And you're this, you're a 14-year-old boy. Did you really think you were going to win this one? I could kill you now. But where's the fun in that? I'm going to torture you without doing anything. Yeah. And I thought that was fucking great. And, and like, the film itself is crap. It's, uh, it's, it's a 5 out of 10 at best. It's middle of the run. It's so middle of the line. The only real aspect that I'd say is interesting is how much they've gone through set designing and things like that to make it look like the 80s and then not really done much with it besides not have them have mobile phones or the internet. Do they have denim? They have lots of denim. They have walkie-talkies. Nice. Which they never changed the batteries for, even though I had a walkie-talkie when I was a kid, and that's in, like, the, the 90s. You don't need to 
Like sure, I'm changing batteries. I know, but like those things run out of batteries all the oh, time. Yeah. Their parents would be paying a lot of money for batteries. Yeah, what it was like back then, man? You had batteries. You had drawers full of batteries back in those days. All right. So well, was. anyway. So yeah, it's it's not great. Don't complain it's about not, not terrible. Batteries. No, it's but like it's just like about little, not going little to the things here and there. The little things here and there, like little things to because they're they're just like kids in an eighties movie. They're not like kids in the eighties. Yeah. That's what it feels like because a you lot of alive like, in the eighties. I've seen a lot of eighties movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's it's not a. Well, in I was 80s, alive. I was alive like in the eighties. Kids in eighties movies. I was, was like, like a... I was alive in the eighties for two years. Yeah, you're not even switched. I remember on, very yeah. distinctly being a thing at those times no, you don't. in history. You don't remember anything until you're like three. Well, who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell. So I give this. Ah. Uh, I give this a Ray Romano. It can be funny, it can be interesting, but for the most part, is it? Deborah! Everybody loves Raymond, what are you on about? Oh, my brother, you said you're an asshole! He like, says stomachache wrong, do you remember that one? What one? In one episode, they bring up that he can't say stomachache, he keeps saying stomachature. Stomachature! He doesn't understand no. how to say it. I'm a sports journalist! Do you remember when his brother played <laughs> Crying in Yes, I do. Do you remember when? Weird. Do you remember when Raymond was really good in the Big and his, Sick? And his dad was his, well, his wife's dad he's a, was. He's a funny comedian. Frankenstein. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting on the Ritz, living yeah. on the Ritz. Yeah, yeah. Um, Peter Falk. No, is it Peter Falk? No, Peter Falk was Columbo. Yeah, Peter Falk was Columbo. You're thinking of what's his name? Oh, for fuck's sake! He's are we gonna be doing dead this? now? Robert Loja. No, Gia. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It's. Uh, he was also Frank Langella. No, um, he was Frank also, Langella was skeletal. Yeah, no, um, he was also he wasn't just and Nixon, I guess. He was in Taxi Driver. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's Peter something. Peter Boyle. There you go. Yeah, Peter spelled B O Y L E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Um, he's he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good actor. Yeah. Anyway, and your review. Have Fuck you got up. a copy of Starcraft in your? Um, no, it's not. It's, That's uh, mystical ninja. Yeah. yeah. Go on, man. It's got fucking a big blue head cartoon guy on the front. He goes, is that Starcraft? I was just looking at the symbol, and it looks like the Starcraft. It really doesn't. It does. It does not. It does look like the Starcraft. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Like fucking Ron Burgundy does. No, like like Sliver. Sliver? My birthday film with um, Stephen Baldwin and Sharon Stone. No, Sliver, the film by James Gunn. He's been black mixed. We're not allowed to talk about why, James Gunn now. Why have you drilled into the wall that like you've got? Like you've got and busted up all the woodwork. It's like, nah, you shouldn't be asking so many questions around your birthday. <laughs> it's just my birthday's not for two months. Goes, That's not that long away. She goes, yeah, it is. Matter of opinion. <laughs> it's like, smoothest alien in the world. Yeah, that's a great movie. All right, so. Sliver, yeah, with Stephen Baldwin, yeah, Sharon Stone. I had that on video where he had all the cameras so you could see into people's. Yeah, I used to watch that a lot when I was a teenager because his basic instinct wasn't out yet. Basic instinct was out. (laughs) I I didn't have one video; I had multiple videos. What was the one? What was the one where it's like? Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of um, of, uh, the Dead Zone. How do you? How 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 do you make that leap? Right. I'm going to review... I don't know. I'm going to have to scrape the bottom of the barrel this week, I think. Um, Wrestling? No. Oh, yeah. SummerSlam. Shit, there you go. Let's um, roll the SummerSlam Wrestling Weekend in together, shall we? Um, there's NXT TakeOver. 
event, which, as usual, was fan-fucking-tastic. Lots of fan-brilliant matchups, like, just really action-packed, fun, back-and-forth, proper, proper wrestling matches. There's a woman who used to be, like, a MMA fighter called Shayna Baszler, who's in WWE now, and she's, like... Probably gonna if if as long as they're okay with pushing a woman who isn't gonna do swimsuit modelling because she is not. Um, there's no way they're gonna have her doing swimsuit modelling. Um, she could basically be the one who should be Ronda Rousey's position right now because they're pushing Ronda Rousey like crazy because like you know MMA fighter she's a big star and all this sort of stuff and she's quite actually she's actually quite good at what she does right now in WWE. But um, Shayna Baszler's better. Like Shayna Baszler's friggin' superb wrestler, but she lost her title. Um, and the pirate princess Kyrie Sane won it. Yeah, I like the pirate princess. Who is the pirate princess? Kyrie Sane. No, but I mean, like, what's her character? She's a pirate, right? Yeah. Who's also a princess? What? Yeah. Why doesn't her name say that then? She comes to the ring carrying a, a blunderbuss, like, one of the um, steering wheels from a, a dead pirate parrot. ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And wears a pirate hat. She needs a parrot, I think. She needs a dead parrot. Yeah. The joke could be every time it gets broken in half. No, it's not. And dead. they just it's keep just like resting. gluing it back together. It's resting. This is apparent no more. This is deceased. Um, but yeah, the whole NXT thing was fantastic. Every match, every match was superb. They always are for some reason. I think it's because in NXT the wrestlers are allowed to really plot out the matches the way they want them to. Yeah. Whereas with the main roster, they're kind of more. You got to sell this storyline more, and we want you to do this and that, and we've got this big moment set up because when you watch SummerSlam, it was all right. The SummerSlam event had some good matches on it, but loads of stuff just sort of fell flat, and it wasn't as bad as the Extreme Rules match last month, pay last month. It, but it had it had stuff like you know waste of time matches where it was just like five minutes squash out of nowhere and just pointless bollocks, filler shit. Mm. Um, you know, like Jeff Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura they had a match. This thing went on. It was eh. some good stuff. The main event, Samoa vs AJ Styles, was probably the best match of the night, and maybe even the women's triple threat title match, which was good. Although that had, um, they had Charlotte Flair win again because she wins every pay per view she's on. She only ever loses the title on TV, and she always wins it back on pay per view, which is like, I'm beginning to think she's got some dirt on Vince McMahon because <laughs> no one else gets that treatment. No one does. To be honest, I can't be hard as fucking McMahon. Yeah, I mean, he's probably done something. But they had a whole what thing where at the end done? she wins it and her best buddy, Be- Becky Lynch, who's been fighting to win the championship for years, she said, oh, I've been trying hard for years. She's Irish. I've, I've been, been trying, trying hard for years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting my time to get the championship. <laughs> and she didn't win it. And then she, like, she knocks out Charlotte Flair, beats the shit out of her at the end. Yeah. And I think WWE thought people were going to boo her, but people cheered like crazy. She got a standing ovation. <laughs> Like, people were cheering for her, beating the shit out of Charlotte Flair. And the commentators are like, what the hell has she done? Why, Becky? Why? Oh, no, not to Charlotte Flair. Not this way. Um, and the next night on Raw, they had her coming out, cutting a promo, saying, all the fans abandoned me and stuff. And the fans are like, woo, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're still trying. It's not going to work. People want Becky Lynch to be the top. She's too charismatic to not be one of the top wrestlers. Yeah. They're like, I, I don't get how you can have a wrestler who's on the mid card, like, not been pushed as much for the last two years but always has people cheering her like crazy and then have a turn here and expect people to boo her like, yeah. they're not going to do that they're going to keep cheering her because they want her to be knocking out the champion and to be getting the belt because they don't really like 
the current champion. Yeah, I do. Well, with Charlotte Flair again, like for yeah. she's only like seven time women's champion, and she's only been on the main roster for like two and a half years. Jesus, like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it was. There was a point where it was literally like she'd lose the title on Raw, and then win it back three weeks later in the next pay per view, like continuously. But eh. anyway, Summer Sam was it was it was decent enough event. Like it is much better than last month's, but. Every time they do an NXT TakeOver show right before it, it's massively better and way more entertaining. And just like the guys on that roster are great, but eventually they'll all get called up to the main roster and they'll all, some of them will get to the top for a little while. Yeah. And then the others will just disappear. Like they called up, um, there's a tag team a while ago, Scott Dawson or something. They, they, um, they got brought up to the main roster and they've just vanished into thin air. And they were like one of the best things on NXT for a while. Like, um, I can't remember the bloody name now because that's how long it's been since they friggin' the revival. That's what it was. They were like more traditional style, like older style wrestling. When I say older style wrestling, more like nineties wrestling because that's old wrestling now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they just mess them up. And like Becky Lynch is a prime example. She got brought up at the same time as Charlotte Flair, but she's been floundering for the last two years while they have Charlotte win the title. Um, but yeah, Ronda Rousey's match was pretty decent. She's a solid, solid wrestler. Surprisingly. Um, she's got a lot of good pace into her. Like she doesn't let the match slow down at any point. She's always on top on someone. Yeah. Um, because some you get a lot of you know when you get someone who doesn't come from pro wrestling and they start doing pro wrestling, you tend to get a lot of this stuff where when there's a moment in the match where they're not in control, they'll just stand there and they don't know how to play a character and they don't yeah. know how to fill the like fill the space when they're waiting for the opponent to get up they'll just stand there and wait for them to get up yeah. but she keeps in character and she dives on it well yeah Ronda was always good like, in the UFC she was like that always yeah. kinetic always moving always aware of the space yeah. and the people in the in the arena I don't recommend she sticks with the um, eye makeup she was wearing on this match it was oh, really? a bit she did the whole like giant pointing oh, yeah. eye makeup going to the back of her head and shit and, yeah but she won the women's championship for um, Raw whichever yeah Raw there's was, a, raw, there's a was, raw championship and a SmackDown championship. I was always a bit weird about her taking the name of um, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, no. Yeah, Roddy like Piper. A, I thought she had a Hulkamania. No, it's Roddy Piper. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. That's what she's oh, always been known nice, as. nice. No, I, I, just, I saw Hogan. a promo where she had the Hulkamaniacs t-shirt. She has a Ronda Rousey oh. t-shirt. She has a Rowdy Roddy Piper t-shirt. Oh, good on her. Yeah. She's not honoring no the, one likes Hulk honoring Hogan. Honoring Hulk Hogan's a racist. People want him back. No, he's coming back. As he, well. No, he turned up in WWE backstage. Never was. They never didn't have him on camera. No, and they said so they welcomed him back into the Legends alumni. But practically every black wrestler in WWE wrote a statement saying they ain't gonna work with him. No, why and apparently you? his apology was him saying sorry, I got caught. Yeah, well, that's kind of all it fucking was. Yeah. Oh, I I should have had all that puck. Yeah, that was my favorite fucking. That's Alex one. Jones. No, that was his porno. <laughs> no, but hogs. Yeah, but Hulk. Alex Jones was the one who. Um, Forgot what his kids did because he had a lot of chili that day. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, um, no, famously during um, yeah, he burps. Yeah, he yeah. burps. <laughs> Shouldn't have been all that pork. Yeah, <laughs> what a sex machine that guy is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fuck's sake, he's a creepy guy. He is. I bet he's fiddled kids. You reckon he's diddled kids? Um, his own kid, probably. I am a real American. <laughs> he's not. He can't come out to that ever again. Like There's some Trump. creepy photos of him and his daughter sometimes. And he had that thing where he had a tracker on her car yeah. so he could track where she was on whole. And also he made some really racist comments about her boyfriend because yeah. he was black. He's racist. Yeah, he's racist. Yeah. Anyway, NXT TakeOver, great. Summer Sam, yeah, it's decent. Yeah, you know, some good matches. The main yeah. event, like I say, Samojo, AJ Styles, 
They used to main event TNA years ago, and no one gives a shit about TNA. No, no. one gave a shit about TNA back then. They were, but they were the only reason to ever watch it. And now yeah. they main event in WWE, and that's oh. crazy. And that's like years ago. Everyone was like, they're never going to push someone like Samoa Joe, big fat guy like that. He's a big guy, and everyone's going. They're never going to push AJ Styles. He's too small. Even though he's like the same height as practically every other wrestler in the company, he's over yeah. six foot tall. Um, <laughs> I think actually, I think he's dead on six foot. But um, yeah, same size as me. Yeah, but um, Woo! they're both main event in the show, tearing yeah. the house down, having cool. a great match, good stuff. I oh, mean, and then Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at the end, and they uh, everyone's going to boo them both because Brock Lesnar's buggering off to yeah, UFC yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. No one likes Roman Reigns. Has he passed his ban? Because he had to oh, test. Yeah, yeah, it's been two years, hasn't it? Well, yeah, but he had to test. Negatively for drugs. I'm sure he's fine. We'll find out when he comes back for WB. He's like, you've had too many steroids. We're like, God um, fucking damn it! They tried to stop people booing them in the main event by having the Money in the Bank ladder match winner Braun Strowman, who can cash in his contract at any time, come down to the ring and go, "When this match is over, I'm going to cash in and fight one of you. I'm going to do it to you. I'm not going to cash this in behind your back or anything. I'm going to do it to your face." And then that didn't happen. They had. Rock Lesnar beat him up outside the ring and Roman Reigns attack him so he's like lying outside the ring going oh no I'm hurt I can't do anything and then Roman Reigns wins the title so all the crowd's like yeah Strowman cash in Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar convenience no no like it, it he's a real matter. fighter yeah they're not real though but they don't care about that yeah they don't. a show yeah they don't really care but about yeah so everyone's there going boo now cash in Strowman boo. and then the show ends and so he doesn't cash in. Just, boo earns. Boo, boo earns. Yeah. Are you so saying boo or are you saying boo earns? They basically dangled the seven foot tall Braun Strowman with his money in the bank thing in front of the audience going, oh, he's going to cash in. It doesn't matter if Roman Reigns wins because he's going to cash in. You can cheer at the end. And it didn't happen. So just to keep people interested in the main event. They only did that to stop people leaving the arena because yeah. that was going to happen. People were going to walk out. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Okay. Your review, you... A to Z of dead animals. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. Well done, Ant. Um, and fantastic review as well. Just want to say good job. Good job, yeah? Yeah? Good job? Good job. Awesome. All right. Uh, so my next review is going to be something I have reviewed before. Fuck's sake. But I reviewed it in beta form. And you know me, I'm an alpha. So I've got to review it again. Uh, finally, finally, we have a retail release for a game that doesn't need a retail release. That's right. It's We Happy Few. A Kickstarter game that was suddenly dumped into the lap of Gearbox Software, who fucked it. They brought it on purpose. Who fucked it quicker than they fucked the Aliens franchise. They wanted the money so they could funnel the money into the next Borderlands game. Fucking hell. Like they always do. It is just bad. Mm. So when I played this before on the beta, I told everyone, like, I played it, I played it for a few hours, and there was all this... So there's crafting involved, and there's this story, and the aesthetic's great. It's fucking incredible, in fact. It's great to see, like, this, the, the colours, and the way that joy and things affected you, and, and the people, and, like, you had the class system, and... I was a fan. Lots of people were fans. Mm. Lots of people likened it to games like Bioshock. Can you imagine the, ped- the pedigree of Bioshock? 2K Games Classic. Which Bioshock? The, the first, first one. The first one, yeah. yeah. Um, and Infinite. To a second, to a lesser degree. Uh, but yeah, so this great game with this aesthetic, people, sh- they wanted it. So they fucking, they donated to the Kickstarter, they gave all their money and then and then all of a sudden all the people that, that kickstarted it, it was like, oh guys, we're not releasing the final product yet, but we're going to give you all access to this. This is basically what we promised during the Kickstarter. Now we're expanding on it. There's going to be stories and there's going to be all this and that. It's going to be great. You'll fucking love it. And it's released and it's a shit pub. Mm. It works worse 
now that it's a full release than it did when it was just a beta. I've been playing... I've had it for two years. I had a look. I've had it for roughly about two years on my Xbox One. I've played it played it hours. And when they did the first update coming up to the release, suddenly my saved file was gone. So I couldn't pick up where it started. And suddenly it ran a little bit worse. And it wasn't, wasn't massively bad. It wasn't anything where I was like, oh, this is terrible. And I could see why, because there were more items. There was more stuff to do. There's more points in there to, to make contact and see stuff. Um, and, and so I was like, all right, and I played it again for a little while longer, liked it, had no problems with it. It was just a standard survival fair in which you had different tools in, in your, uh, in your inventory and you could go around, you could do some stuff, you could create some stuff, you know, you could beat people up, you could find story elements, there was information, like, there is, there is a, the hints of a plot, you know, how survival games do it often, they have like little hints of a plot. I avoid survival you don't games. have to, yeah, I know, but there's hints of a plot, you don't have to follow it through, you don't have to really find out about it, but if you want to, it's there for you to discover. Um, and now it's being shoved down our throats and the game just doesn't fucking work. Mm. So I have the game on the Xbox One. For the last two weeks, I've been trying, so it's two weeks since it's proper release, but roughly, that, yeah. yeah. I've been trying to play it. I have tried 10 to 12 times. And every time, including today, when there was an update for it, I tried playing it. Um, and it crashed. Crashed as soon as I went through the door that leads you, you into the chamber. installed it and reinstalled it? I've done that twice. You switched it off and on again? <laughs> yeah, I usually power down my consoles completely because I don't trust You've taken your on. joy. Yeah, I've taken my joy. So, um, everything ran normally, albeit, again, worse. It was running sub-30 frames per second for a lot of the intro, which is fucking That's atrocious. Xbox 4, yeah. Well, no, no, because it's an Xbox One S. So it should be should be better. It's slightly more powerful than the original Xbox, and running in 1080p shouldn't have any issues. No, it shouldn't. It doesn't on other games. They're more intensive. Why does it do on this? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, that's besides the point. I pressed forward trying to play the game. So 10 to 12 times this week I've tried to play, and every time I've stopped at that same point, you go through the doors, the police are chasing you, you've just been discovered, you haven't taken your joy, the start of the fucking game, and it stops, it crashes. It sends me back to the Xbox main hub menu. All right? Delete your saves? I've tried that as well. It deleted them for me before anyway, so... (laughs) Um, and when you uninstall everything, it goes from your cloud save. My cloud save was my original save. It should have brought that back. Have you picked Randy Pitchford? No. So anyway, so the game itself, um, one thing did happen today. I got an achievement that only 7.94% of players received. Hmm. What was that achievement? I completed chapter one of the story of the first character. So apparently only under 8% of people who have this game have actually played that first chapter. Is there three characters you can play? There's three characters you can play as, and you have to play as them in the order of the guy I was playing as, then the next one, then the next one. So that means that 8% of people actually played this game. I don't know if there's 8% who bought it. I don't know if there's 8% yeah, but you're people going to think there's going to be a lot of people who have the Kickstarter version from HBO. I have the Kickstarter it. version. Yeah, but they probably haven't touched it, so it's probably sitting on their hard drive maybe, not playing. Maybe, you know? but that's still like... You see that with a lot of early access many, games on how Steam. How many copies do you reckon they sold of this? 12. Million? No, 12. 5 million? 12. Something like that. So, so like, if they kickstarted it to, let's say, let's say, let's say that 800,000 to a million people kickstarted it. I think by it. now people have learned when they see the Gearbox publishing <laughs> logo. Because this is the third time now, isn't it? I know. Aliens, like, Colonial Marines, Duke Nukem Forever. Third time they've picked up a game and been like, we're going to publish this great game. And then it just turns out to be like dog shit. It's just This is probably the worst though. of the three, isn't it? Yeah. It's astonishing. They made a game worse than Duke Nukem Forever. Well, no, it's not that they made a game worse than Duke Nukem Forever because the blocks are there. 
the building blocks for a good game are there. Oh. And it worked before. People so, moaned about No Man's Sky when it came out. And it's I like, know. <laughs> I just got bored in No Man's Sky. I can't play this. You know, No Man's Sky is fun. Yeah, it is. Maybe like in no two years we'll I have a good, new happy few. Yeah, in two years' time I can have an update. We have a few have next. A few. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be able to play the fucking game. Yeah. But for now, it's unplayable. This is like a pure and simple Adam Sandler. It blows my mind that Gearbox have done this again. Like, mm. these are the people that made... Borderlands 3 is nice and polished. And yeah, it's going to look great, it's isn't it? Yeah. It has been... Well, this has been this has been development of Gearbox for a year and a half. Yeah. That's not a small amount it's of time. Like three years, isn't it, yeah. since the Kickstarter? Yeah. I remember seeing it before the Kickstarter and thinking it looked really cool, but I didn't back it because no. I'm broke. Yeah, so, well... <laughs> all the time. I did back it. Yeah. I did back it, and, and, and I don't think I've ever regretted a Kickstarter more, and I've Kickstarted things like Shit that didn't come to, like... I kick-started mate, the friggin' Build-A-Death-Star plans thing, and they never made well that. I got ripped off. I almost kick-started they the... They cancelled Ev- that one. I almost kick-started the Evil Dead 2 and the Terminator games. Oh, the board games, yeah. yeah that never came about. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking sad as well, because that was, like, basically a finished product. Product They had, like, designed everything, and then they just mismanaged the millions upon millions of pounds they got. It's really funny, though, because when they started doing the Terminator one, and then, like, there were those inklings that something was going wrong... They were still chasing me for money for the Evil Dead 2 one because I just didn't pay the backing funds. I was like, I don't want it. I don't need it, but I'll leave mm-hmm. it there just in case I change my mind along the, along, like, in future and just didn't pay it. And they were still chasing me when the Terminator one came out. And I can remember the day that there was a fucking Terminator one where it's like production's been pushed back and we won't be seeing release of this for another, like, three months or four months. And they were like, you can pay for your Evil Dead 2 special edition. I was like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I do that? Idiots. They took you for a ride. They tried to. Want to take you for a ride? Oh, I sold my Marvel vs. Capcom. I know too. you did. I know you did. I've got it on... Um, I have it on Xbox. Yeah, I have it on Xbox 360 yeah, as well, but I it's did. not the same. It has everything unlocked from the start, and half the fun of that game was unlocking everything. Yeah, that's true. It had the old... Um, the Gachapan yeah. machine, didn't it, where you unlock stages and stuff. Yeah, they but did I that mean... with Soul Calibur as well, didn't they? they? The HD version of Soul Calibur 2. They unlocked everything right from the start, and it was just... It didn't have the story mode thing in it, did it? Oh, no, it didn't have the story mode. No, Which you're was right. the best thing in Soul Calibur. Yeah, right. the weird randomly first generated maps that you did. No, it was the second Soul Calibur. They had second the Soul Calibur had a different one. The first one on Dreamcast had like a really like in-depth collecting items thing. And that was taken out of it. You mean Soul Blade? No, uh, Soul, Soul Blade's the before Soul Calibur. Soul Blade was PlayStation 1. Yeah. Then it was Soul Calibur Dreamcast. Then it was Soul Calibur 2. On PS2. I have Soul Calibur 2 HD. I had that because... I didn't. I never. I never got Soul Calibur One for the Dreamcast. I couldn't afford it at the time. I was a kid. Take and stuff out. So I went and I um. I so bought... it is nowadays. You re-release an old game and take stuff out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like... You give them half the game. Yeah. Well, look at Call of Duty. Nowadays, they just go, they just skip all that and just release half a game at the start. Call of Duty. They'll just turn around. and be like, Hey, you want those map packs that you remember? Mm. Double, double your money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, we happy few. It's such a fucking shame. It is just such a shame. Utter shambles. Yeah. It's a fucking piss it's, it's amazing though because people moan about like Mighty Number no. Nine and stuff, and that that functionally worked. It was just boring. Yeah, it was just boring. Well, I had like that had weird frame drops and when ukulele, there was nothing going ukulele on. Ukulele was exactly the game they promised, and yeah. that was the problem well, for a lot of people. Yeah, ukulele was exactly the game the game they promised. I think but... people thought they were going to get a modern game. Well, no, like a you, modern take on it. The weird thing about ukulele is because I played Banjo Kazooie again on the um, on the uh, Rare Retro. Yeah, I've yeah. got it on 360, and I've got the original. No, I had the original. Yeah. I don't have any more. Well, Rare Retro has those has both of those games. Yeah, and they play like a dream, and yeah. like lots of the stuff, like you discover stuff through silly little tasks and things. 
Ukulele feels like someone wanted to make that again, but didn't remember how they made it. Like, you know, like all the stupid shit, like there's one where you hit a scarecrow and he says, please don't hit me. And you keep hitting him and then suddenly you've got a music note and he's like, he's like, look, if I give you this, we'd go away. Hmm. In ukulele, you're like, you're like, oh, okay, there's a scarecrow. I'm going to hit it. Oh, it's just blown up to give me, what, what is this currency? I have no idea what, what does this relate to? No. What are we going to unlock with this? I never played more than one level of it. I played the first three zones. Yeah. So I did the... So you've got the first one. First one was... It was like a grassy area. Yeah, thing. the first one was a grassy area with a temple. The second one was the industrial kind of area yeah. with fire and, st- fire and stuff. And then third area was ice. Mm. I played those three and then I couldn't play anymore. Yeah. I used to play it. I used to play that in between episodes of Master of None to try and defuse... Because Master of None Season 2 was so emotionally exhausting. I used to go, I have some ukulele. John Tron's out of that now, then. He's not in it, no. No, no he's not in that. His vocals are probably still in there. I think the problem is that when bad. you when when you open your mouth and it just comes out like 50s microphones <laughs> recording Hitler speeches, you can't really record audio for games anymore, yeah. can you? All right, your review, and Oh, it's an Adam Zandler for We Happy... Just avoid it. Just avoid it entirely. Unless you can go back and play the beta and just play the beta, then do yeah. that. Because that actually worked and was kind of fun. Shit balls. Shit balls, cock sucking wombles. Right, I'll talk about pop music. Um, pop, 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 pop music. Bollocks. Right, I I watched an old film the other day. Oh, yeah? Well, I say oh, an old film. film. I'm not going to say it's an old film because it's not as old as I am. That's, I don't want to be old. Um, I'm old. But I watched, for the first time in about 25 fucking years, The Rocketeer on Blu-ray. I watched So it. The Rocketeer only came out in 1992. 91. All right, 91. Yeah, when I was nine. And you I were watched, nine then? Yeah. I was three. And I watched The Rocketeer when it came out on video back in the day. I used to love that fucking film. Great film. Still really good film. Yeah. I was wondering if, like, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, oh, I just remember it being fun when I was little. And then you watch it and it's like, oh, it's the shadow. No, it's a really good film. No, it's a really fantastic film. And the main guy, whatever his name was, um, Billy, Billy Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Why is why why did he just vanish? He didn't. He, he, he kind of just didn't shit films. From well, The Rocketeer wasn't really well received at the time. Yeah. And dumbasses. Like, the thing about did the they Rocketeer- not see Jennifer Connelly? Oh, my God. So, The Rocketeer, you've got three things about it that straight away make it a better film Timothy than anything Timothy Dalton, Jennifer Connelly on the left side, Jennifer Connelly on the right side. Yeah, well, that, I was going to say Billy Campbell, Jennifer Connelly, and then you've got Timothy... Uh, Jennifer Connelly's dress. Yeah. Uh, but you've also got Alan Arkin in there. Yeah. Really oddly. He's nice to yeah. see in there. Like yeah. old... The um, lady that runs the um, the bar that they hang out in was the um, ner- the you know the evidence locker woman in Dexter. Yeah, the one who wanted the key lime pie. Yeah, and then, and then she died. <laughs> um, did Dexter kill her or not? I can't. I think he helped to die, didn't she? Didn't he? He like did. I can't remember. But yeah, Rocketeer. Um, it's it's aged a little bit. Like some of the special effects, the blue screen stuff they did in it is like looking a bit rough around the edges right now. And I don't. I've, I know they've restored it, but they didn't like do the whole. The green digitally re- still really bad. Yeah, they didn't digitally restore the green screen stuff or anything like they have done on stuff like Ghostbusters. They did that on the Ghostbusters restoration. Yeah, and it they looks did. great because the original Ghostbusters Blu-ray looks awful. Yeah, it's really like, noisy. Yeah, it's loads a, of digital. It noise. looks to me like a straight-up DVD copy. Of it the, looks to me like someone's like, taken a really bad video and then just transferred that. To there's high moments where it's it is high HD because it's the restoration because they did a DVD print version yeah and they did a digital scanning of it yeah but that was just a straight up digital scan and a little bit of like cleaning up 
parts here and there. It's still so noisy. But though. it looked bad on that Blu-ray. But the remaster Blu-ray they released... The new one like, for the 4K release. Yeah, that yeah. looks fantastic. Well, that's that's the thing, though. Um, if you take the 4K... So if you take a source and you scan it at 4K, mm. drop it to 2K, and then release the 2K on the 10, 1080p Blu-ray, it looks fucking incredible. Mm. Because that it reduces noise, it keeps it keeps a lot of the detail... It just means that you avoid because a lot of the a lot of the problem with eighties films is when they do a restoration, they take the best available copy of the film. They don't often work from the master or any of mm. the or any of the sort of the Disney restorations are bad sometimes though. Their film restorations, yeah. they've gone on their film stuff, live action films, they try to keep it looking like the film used to look. They just it just makes sure it's a nice, crisp, clean image, remove gate hairs, reduce noise and stuff like that, yeah. but make sure it still looks good. Um, but they don't do stuff like redo special effects or anything. Mm. But um, Disney's animated films the, do not buy their Blu-rays of their old no. films. They've redrawn parts of it. It anything, looks fucking terrible. Anything from 1996. No, about 94 onwards. So Hunchback of Notre Dame onwards. Fine. Yeah. They're actually really good. Anything where it's like a painting. No, they're Snow White. They're Cinderella. They look terrible. They're really bad. Yeah, I like, know. You can, you, people don't even realise it when they watch them, but you pause frames side by side and they've lost everything. Like Stuff like where they used to use the sparkle effect on... The animations on the dresses and stuff mm. like that is completely gone in the new ones. They've bleached out colours, they've redrawn frames, Ugh. stuff like that. It looks terrible. I had one um, of the most surprising ones for me was um, Robocop. They had the release for Robocop in 2008. You need to watch that later in the week. What for? I'm going around to my buddy Luke's house on yeah. Friday. Do you want the Blu rays? I've got the Blu rays. No, he's got the Blu ray, so we're going to okay. sit and watch Robocop. Yeah. Fucking for about the third time we've watched it <laughs> together. Because we saw it together at the Prince Charles Cinema. I love it. And last I time we watched it, we watched it with the Red Letter Media commentary. Oh, yeah, I watched that recently. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. The yeah. 70 mil of that that they had at the Prince Charles, that was the same season that they did the Monster Squad in 70 mil when mm. I went to go see it. Um, 16 mil. Is it? Yeah, it's not 17 mil. Yeah, they have 35. 17 mil's not a film. Ratio, 16 mil. I thought it was 35 and 70. They have 70 millimeter. No, 16 16 mil and uh, 34 mil. And then 75 is the top thing. 35 mil is the film, but 16 millimeter is the the film ratio. It's 8 millimeter, 16 millimeter, 35, and then 74 or 75. But 35 millimeter is like part of the it's part of the images for audio and then 75 is even then it's like a whole bunch of the okay because I swear that, audio. I swear that the screening of the it wouldn't the be 17 of, it wouldn't fit in the thing it's well, not, it's no, not I swear that it was a 70 mil it could be 70 mil that's that's what I'm 17. saying no I didn't say 17 I said 70 oh you yeah 70 so Robocop, 70 mil is actually had, 75 5 mil oh, okay, yeah, is audio so 70 mil is the season they have at the Prince Charles and they had Robocop yeah. one year and they had Monster Squad in that same year yeah. I saw Monster Squad that year I didn't see Robocop but I saw Robocop was playing I saw Robocop and, and Total Recall back to back really possibly one That's of the awesome. best the only other time I've gone to the Prince Charles and need to go again was to watch um, Commando with oh, beer and pizza nice so yes, I've had yes, some good I movie nights there pizza, I think so. the next plan is um, I want to see Friggin Predator in there at some point. What that would be a plan. Predators. And I would like to see Clerks in there one day. I the only film that I saw there that I was disappointed by was Return of the Living Dead, the first one. Hmm. And that's only they because use the DVD. <laughs> no, the soundtrack at one point the soundtrack went out of sync, and then when when it came back hmm. in sync, it had like a weird dull, like it wasn't reaching its peaks. Hmm. It was like it was like sort of leveling out. And some masters aren't great though. Hmm. But because that soundtrack is all punk and it's poppy and it like fucking mm. it goes all over the place, it was a bit upsetting. Yeah. And also the bass wasn't hitting, so you had the dun da da dun da da dun da 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 dun da da dun. That's like the theme tune that runs mm. through a lot of the scenes. Um, Just like da da, yeah, da da, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely recommend if you see any cinema showing The Rocketeer 
to go see that on a cinema screen because that is yeah. beautiful widescreen 1940s style Joe Johnson doing yeah, his yeah. best stuff the only thing I was going to say was just it is, it is just that end scene where um, Timothy Dalton is um, flying backwards with a rocket takes a rocket yeah. and it's the way that he's he's Goes on a straight trajectory, but the rocket's going all over the fucking place. Yeah. But he's going in a straight line. I was like, that's not how rockets work. They, they did some weird stuff, but they wanted to make it more exciting, didn't they? Yeah. I like the bit when they're running along the Zephyr at the end and it's blowing up behind them, because I've done that on Battlefield 1. It's quite fun. Yeah. I remember one time I got out of the vehicle in Battlefield 1 and the Zephyr had started blowing up. Yeah. And it spawned me above it, so I was on top of it. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And there's like, <laughs> oh shit, this thing's exploding. Yeah. And I had to jump off it, and I was like, "Do I have a parachute? Do I have a parachute?" I'm just I, in my head. I'm remembering how beautifully simple the setup is. Hmm. It's like, so we found a rocket pack. Yeah, all right. Um, let's give it a go. Okay, I'm going to need some sort of padding because I keep hitting stuff. Yeah, they keep, you have a progression of how they build yeah. stuff, and you see it's him like, making the helmet out of the radio parts. And well, yeah, well, the helmet. Like, like it's like I need a way to steer. Yeah, and it's like well, you've got left and right engine. It's like yeah, but they only work by one button. It's like. Yeah. Okay, then we'll make you a make you like a. No, he uh, changes the button so it's um, one press to stop, one press to finish, and you can uh, yeah. slowly hold it down to build up pressure to yeah. build up speed. But um, the, the stuff like when thing. you see when you see him making the helmet out of the radio, and it feels like they looked at a radio and then designed the helmet, and not yeah. like they designed the helmet and then found a prop and Doesn't built a prop like to match the helmet. Yeah, it's like that. You can see like the weld lines where it all comes together. Well, that's the mouth and stuff, isn't it? Isn't yeah, the, with the dial. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Rocketeer is fantastic. It's one of, like yeah. it's genuinely like it's Joe Johnston. Yeah, and he's the same guy who made Captain America: The First it's, Avenger. It's probably his best film. He made he made the Mummy. Mm. Stephen that? Summers did the Mummy. Was it Stephen Summers? Yeah, I'm sure he's. Oh, Joe Johnston might have done uh, Deep Rising. I think so. I can't. And remember. that's that's another one of those films where I'm like, someone's perfectly captured. Like the, he he makes a lot of he did wait. You should do a Star Wars. I'd fucking love him to do a Star Wars. Is he he the knows same how to do that did, retro retro style. Did he do G.I. Joe? No, that's Stephen Summers. Is that's that the Stephen mummy guy. Again? Yeah. I'm, I swear so that. Stephen Summers is Stephen Summers. I don't know if Stephen Summers is the one who did. Oh, he did Jurassic Park 3, the first Avenger. He did the Wolfman remake, which was solid. Oh, the one with Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Or the one with Benicio Del Toro. Jumanji. Yeah. The Page Master is a great film. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin and Patrick yeah. Stewart. Classic. A producer for that. Willow, yeah, uh, October Sky, mm. yeah, he's done some, he's done some really good stuff. Makes some good stuff. Command and Captain America is half a good film. Yeah, so, so no, he wasn't, he wasn't the one who did Deep Rising. That must have been Steve Summers. Decent. To be uh, honest, like him having the worst Captain America film, but it's still perfectly watchable. It's he's won an Oscar. Decent, yeah, probably for um, something good. I did the visual effects for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ah, uh, yeah, huh, yeah, but he should do a Star Wars. They should just show him Star Wars. It would be. Oh, get Billy Campbell back. Spot on perfect. Get Billy but, Campbell back. Yeah. Bring back Billy Campbell. He was yeah. in he was in that really awful virus program recently. Uh the one where the, the it had a really cool well, poster. A film based on virus. No, it had a uh, that's a great film as well. Yeah. Don't ever dislike the T V series based on virus. No, that'd be amazing. I'd watch yeah. that. <laughs> I like I like Virus the movie. It's a classic film. It's not a good movie, but I like it. It's a perfect film. It's got <laughs> So yeah, it, there's a program in which he plays a scientist, and it's got a really cool poster in which someone's looking into a, a telescope on the counter, not a telescope, a microscope, a microscope on a counter, and the oh, head... it's not a computer virus. No, no, you're no, going to tell no. me it's a computer virus, and they're looking at it through a microscope, aren't they? <laughs> um, they're looking at a virus through a microscope, and then the back of their head looks like it's being blown out, like by a shotgun or something. Oh, no. um, it's all done in silhouette. But the background's the clinical sort of style walls and stuff. So you've got yeah. flat panels and so And it's a really nice poster, but I mean, the series was dog shit. 
But yeah, The Rocketeer. I completely agree. It's weird that we've just had a half hour discussion yeah. on The Rocketeer. After we watched um, The Rocketeer, because I, I was saying to Amy, because yeah, Amy likes Jennifer Connelly because she loves Labyrinth and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I said to her, Have you ever seen Phenomena? No. So I made her watch Phenomena. <laughs> Phenomena's great. It's, it's weird and bizarre and it's creative and it's odd. And it has Iron Maiden and Motorhead on the soundtrack yeah. for no reason. And uh, this version we watched is the longer Italian version, yeah, yeah. which has like parts where it just turns into Italian for a little while because they didn't. It doesn't exist in English. And there's some like failed dubbing and things like that. And there's it's like great. that's just dubbing. Argento. Yeah, um, it's really Argento. That Suspiria trailer looks fucking amazing. Looks all right, doesn't it? Yeah, I, um, I'm all into it. it. References the three mothers and all this sort of stuff. Loads I don't of know. I don't stuff. know if I'm interested enough to go see it in the cinema, but I'll definitely. It's an Amazon picture, so it'll be yeah. on Amazon eventually, won't yeah. it? Yeah, I'll watch it. I don't oh, know about in the cinema, I might cry. I'm gonna wet no. myself. Apparently, it's two and a half hours long. Fucking hell! Yeah, yeah but um, Suspiria, like them referencing the three mothers, is interesting. Yeah, because um, that means they're maybe committed to doing the sequel, <laughs> doing the follow-ups, maybe doing other films like doing um, what was the other one? Mother of Tears and Inferno. That's the three. Um, the Three Mothers Inferno is another difficult one to watch. Like a lot of those Italian just, horror movies, the problem yeah. is that they just, it gets to a point where someone's just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, it's good. Like, I mean, Lucio Fulci's the king of that. Yeah, well, yeah, I watched I watched Zombie 2. Yeah. I watched Zombie, Zombie 2. Well, Zombie longer. 2 was called Zombie over here. Yeah. Um, it was Zombie 2 in Italy because Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie and that's yeah. the sequel to Dawn of the Dead. But there's a Dawn of the Dead 3 that they've done that's called The Blind Dead, which yeah. is about a bunch of monks that aren't anything to do with the virus from the Dawn of the Dead movies. Yeah. It's fine. I recently watched Zombie 3 and 4 as well. Mm. Zombie 3 Why? is kind of a masterpiece. It's just so fucking weird and bad. And then Zombie 4 is nonsensical garbage, but it kind of ends in the best possible way. Yeah, I like Lucio Fulci stuff. And, um, it's directed by the two people that made Troll 2. Friggin'. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zombie 3 and 4 is directed by the people. They did yeah. them back to back. And, like, you know how got, like, Troll 1 and 2, because they're made in America. No, sorry, Troll 2. is the guy who directed Troll 2. It's like some of like Italian. It's not book. Mario Bava, no. Mario no, Bava's not. too good for that. No, it's like <laughs> Mario Bulelli. Yeah, Bertolelli. Or something. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, you can tell that. My copy of Troll 2 doesn't work. Oh. Uh, but you can tell that the, the, the Zombie 3 and 4, they were like, okay, we've got all this budget, so we've just bought surplus of everything and we've got people that can't act they've never acted before in their lives um, some of them are meant to be Italian some are meant to be American but ignore that uh, for the most part all we're going to do is we're going to drench everyone in this blood gut shit and then we're just going to go mad we've got a couple of uh, squibs not bad and we've got like some melons that we're going to put people's faces on and like and what it turns out is that I think the special effects team made the movie Mm. All the directing is shit, but the special effects team. Well, like, as long as you make the gore look good, yeah. you've sold a video. Yeah, it looks fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah. and you get I something would, to put on the front cover. Like, I would recommend Zombie Fruit for if anyone's interested in Italian mm. horror. Like, it, the thing that annoys me about Italian horror is often it flits between English. It, it flits between like an American actor doing Italian and an Italian, like Demons One and Two. But they're usually entirely ADR'd. Yeah, like everything. A lot but of Demons the time, One and Two weren't. Yeah. Demons One and Two were really weird because they sort of went. That was after. Forward. That was after Phenomena, wasn't it? Demons. Yeah. So Argento had Hollywood money then. Because Phenomena was successful in America as a video nasty over here. Um, as Creepers, it was called in America, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bugs everywhere. But Jennifer yeah. Connelly held a lot of bugs in that film. And she was 14 when they filmed that. I That's couldn't imagine so getting many 14-year-olds. I can't imagine getting many 14-year-olds to hold bugs. It's it's a film that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. Classic. Yeah, that's that. You review something uh, quick, yeah, because it's been 50 minutes. Yeah, fuck's sake. We did. We went long. Well, we started talking about something we both loved, Rocketeer. Um, okay, so I'm going to Jennifer talk... Jennifer Connelly's tits. Jennifer what? Connelly's tits. I didn't say that. Why are you saying that? That's disgusting. Into She's 47 and still fucking gorgeous. Well, yeah, she's going to be gorgeous. She's incredibly Is she 47? 
She's like 45, I think. Yeah, something like that. I'd watch the Hulk for that woman. <laughs> I've got the special edition of Hulk. You've got the fist coming through. Yeah. It's actually, the... I think the film's fine. I don't like that film, but I think The Incredible Hulk is an underrated classic. Incredible Hulk's a fantastic, like, straight-up comic book movie. Yeah. It's a good 90s comic book movie. That end fight is awesome mm. as well. Yeah, like, he rips has... a bone out of his arm and yeah. stabs it in his face. Yeah, it's, like, has... <laughs> it's just yeah. like a proper comic book. Anyway, yeah. um, sorry, so my next review, um, I'm going to review uh, Moonlighter. Moonlighting. Moonlighter. Yeah. Moonlighter is... Moonlighting was my favourite Bruce Willis film until I saw <laughs> Die Hard. I think I saw him back to back. For a long time... Okay, so this is embarrassing, but for a long time, Death Becomes Her oh, over Die Hard. That's a good film, Death Becomes Her. It is a good yeah, film, but it, I think it's partially partially responsible for my fear of death because oh. it has a lot of... <laughs> has a lot of get used to it. Two weeks, mate. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, so, sorry. Um, sorry, I was talking about Moonlighter. So, uh, Moonlighter, take a game you love, Zelda, flip on its head a little bit, so make you the shopkeeper instead of you being the adventurer. Oh, like Reketeer. Like Reketeer. That's an obscure Japanese <laughs> game for you. Like Reketeer. Um, but unlike Reketeer, you've got a... Or graveyard never... Keeper. Graveyard Keeper's newer. So, yeah. Graveyard Keeper came out this week. Yeah, it's recent. Yeah. yeah. Moonlighter came out like a month ago. I knew that again because Paul showed me it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're very similar. Um, different themes, obviously. Graveyard Keeper. I think you have to maintain graves to keep different people happy yeah. when they're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this, you've got like a... You start off with a very basic um, buy and sell mechanic. So you mm-hmm. place stuff on a table. You put a price that you want to sell it at. And depending on the reaction to the people that come in and buy it, you know whether or not that's a good price or not. Mm-hmm. And then the price market fluctuates. Different people want different things at different prices. And you mm-hmm. sort of have to play on that to sell the stuff. To get the stock, though, you need to go adventuring. So you've got different dungeons that you travel in, a bit like Zelda, and you kill monsters, and the wee beasties drop shit, and you take their shit, and you sell it for money. Um, it's one of the things that I liked about it, before I even got to play it, it was one of those games that I requested a code for so they could give it a go and review it. Um, and the trailer they had on the marketing, that on Terminal, um, just had... It was basically like a mock-up. You know, all of the all of the games trying to sell themselves on graphics and gameplay and yeah. all that other shit, and they're always like, "Hey, if you've got a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X, you'll see this. <gasps> if you've got a standard Xbox or PS4, you'll still see this. And if you've got a Switch, well, you'll see this. Mm. And like, it's all that shit, like trying to sell it on different aspects and how it will look on different consoles. So theirs was just a complete piss take of that. It was like, "Hey, guess what? If you've got one of these consoles, you'll see it this way." And it had duplicate like it just had a strip of strip of screen and they looked exactly the same in each one it was just the exact same footage in each one it's like hey brand new blob physics and they've just got this like a 16 bit style blob hopping across the screen and as it hops it like lets out these little splashes and it zooms in it goes splashes (laughs) like that and it was just like a really nice like knowing like this is a 16 bit game it doesn't look better in 4K. It doesn't look better in 720p. It doesn't look worse than 720p. It looks the same on everything. Hmm. Enjoy. And that's the kind of marketing that we need nowadays because I think people do get hung up on technology. I know that I'm one of those people that I like film, so 4K when it comes to what, films. What, you've got a 4K TV? You've got, you got 4K, 4K TV? Yeah, you yeah. got 4K TV? Yeah, I don't go on about it, though. Yeah, but you don't have any 4K content, so that's what you don't go on about. Uh, all my games? Yeah, but you don't it's like films. Cook Serve Delicious in 4K earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I see Cook Serve Delicious, I always want to play Overcooked. <laughs> Cook Serve Delicious is better. No, it's not. It's a fucking great game. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so um, Moonlighter, it's really fun. It's a really simple concept. It's kind of short. And once you sort of get the idea of how much something's worth, you can play around that a bit more. But 
that's the point of the game. Um, there is an end game. There is like a final boss and stuff like that because there is a slight story about the fact that the dungeons that are around the place that you you sort of go to to get items, those dungeons have recently opened up and like all the other bits. And there's a nice like when you're going for it, you can you're only going to be so powerful each time, so you level up as you go on, like an RPG. Mm. Um, and then as you get to a certain point, if you can't go any further, there are hub gates to go back to town and then just sell all your shit, buy some nicer shit for yourself. Or buy some equipment to go hunting further into the thing. And so it all works really well. It's really nice. I really like it. Um, I would recommend it. It's not it's not a standout game. Because there are so many. Like you said. You already mentioned two that are like this. And there's yeah. countless others. And there's a lot of 16-bit RPGs out there. Um, if it was if it was a little while ago. This would be very similar to Titan Souls. In, in feeling. There's like a dodge mechanic. It's in too it. difficult that game. That's not too difficult. I completed Titan Souls. Oh, fuck that game. I love Couldn't be game. bothered with it. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's it's a really fun, really nice little game, and it's it's something that's worth your time. I think they'd be better suited on the Switch because it is something that we got to have everything on the Switch now. Well, I think it'd be better. Diablo Three's coming out on Switch soon. Yeah, I know, and I'm kind of tempted. Yeah, they say it runs at sixty frames per second even on handheld, which is quite impressive. Well, I've for that. I've already played through that game like four times. Yeah, I got it for free. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah you told me yeah because you subscribed to yeah. it. Well, I got I got the um, whatever it was, the first edition, not the one, the one before they brought out the Necromancer. Yeah, I got like the Ma- first Masters of Evil or whatever near launch, wasn't it? Yeah, I got it on the Xbox One. Yeah, and I got like the whatever it is of Evil, and um, I played for it like three or four times. On Switch now, fucking. I tell you what though, secret to that game: always be the Demon Slayer or Hunter, whatever it is. Mm. His ranged combat is I think that's ridiculous. Who I played it is just fucking ridiculous. Apparently. Apparently the uh, shaman or the necromancer is like super buffed and, and fucking like mm. really, really powerful. Just always play as a demon hunter. Never go for fucking close range combat in a game like that. Just always click stuff. Go. Just click on everything. Well, no, you don't click, do you? It's like more like a... Well, you click if it's on PC. But yeah. PC, it wasn't as it wasn't as well received on PC, was it? Yeah, because the auction house bollocks and everyone didn't like yeah. it. But on consoles, it's like it's twin stick. Yeah. Twin stick, great. That's what you want. Uh, but yeah, so Moonlighter, I'd recommend it. It's uh, it's like I said, it's not a standout. There are other games like this, but if you've got if you want it on Switch, PS4, or anything like that, it does. It really matches like the indie aesthetic that's that's blowing up right now. If you're a fan of like Stardew Valley, Enter the Gungeon, I mentioned earlier, you know, it's very similar to those. It's really really pretty for like a 16 bit style game. They're all just like you know they're doing the 16 bit style, but they ain't actually making a 16 bit game like Tanglewood, which actually comes on a Mega Drive cartridge and you can play it on a Mega Drive. Is Tanglewood? Have you not seen that? No. It's a platformer game. It's done on Kickstarter. It's like a fox character. Oh, yeah, no, I have seen yeah. that. And yeah. it's like a full-blown little... You can buy a cartridge version of it and plug it in your Mega Drive and play oh. it. But it's on Steam as well. Yeah. I think that Jimquisition did a video on it. Possibly. Yeah. Jim Jimquisition. Yeah. That's his full Jim name. Jim, Jimquisition. Yeah, sorry, the Jimquisition did a video on it. Jim Sterling. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd give this... show, hasn't it? Rest, he's got a new wrestling podcast he does. Has he? Yeah, it's called Resterling. Nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I give this a Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. 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 With his penis out in piano in the piano. Yeah, he's done like three or four really good films, and then like the rest have been pretty shit, hasn't it? Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Fucking classic. Taxi Driver. Was he in Taxi Driver? Yeah, yeah. Dust Till Dawn. Was he in Dust Till Dawn? Yeah, and then Gene the piano, Hedman, isn't it? Yeah. No. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel's in Reservoir Dogs. Gene Harvey Hackman's Keitel. in From Dust Till Dawn. No. Harvey Keitel. Yeah. All right, fine. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? 
Are you actually challenging me on Dust I'm Till pretty Dawn? sure that when they were doing... Because I remember the making of Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Um, Robert Rodriguez had trouble because Gene Hackman wouldn't appear in the making of No, Harvey Keitel wouldn't appear in the making of. Because Harvey Keitel is... Kind of weird. I told you Harvey Keitel was in from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> you fucking lie. So he's got f- first listing, yeah, so... Yeah, he's only got first listing because he left first. Fred Williams, isn't it? And Michael yeah. Parks, blimey. Michael yeah. Parks. He's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. Michael Parks gets shot in the beginning in the in the petrol station. Yeah. It's also um, the guy from Winter's Bone is in that part. Greg Nicotero? He's in it. Yeah, he's one of the bar people. He gets torn yeah. in half, I'm pretty sure. I like him. Yeah. He's a um, special effects guy, isn't he? Yeah, he does The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Moonlighter. I haven't can't tell. He, uh, you know, it's it's a high pedigree. Oh, Piranha 3D. There's a film I need to watch. Again. High pedigree, but I mean, it's not... It's not the best thing. There's a couple of bits out there like it, but still really good. Mm. You review that. Right, I'm going to do something quite quick. Because um, okay. I only started playing it today. All but right. I've played it for years. Um, it's another Kickstarter game. What game is it? Drift Stage. Oh, it's finally out. Yeah. Sort of. Oh. Yeah. So they like they said they were bringing out the code, the Steam keys for it in April, and they said we'll contact you soon when it's available. I never got any contact, and I'm just randomly browsing my humble bundles earlier to see if there's anything on my fancy playing. Drift stage. And I saw like um, redeem Steam key on there. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess I got that now. So I think it, I think it got put on there back in June, and they didn't tell anyone. Um, first comment, first um, topic on the forum is: you guys need to communicate with people better. Mm. Um, so I downloaded it. And there was an alpha years ago, and the alpha was really cool. It had awesome music by Myron. I remember great. it was like an endless runner type thing. No, it's a racing game. It's a racing I know, but it's like an endless bit. runner type thing in the original concept. Not really. It's just track and it's just go around a track. Yeah, I know. Endless runners have obstacles to avoid. All right. Well, it, it, was, like, it was like a it was track-based outrun. racer in which you just have a high score based yeah, on your time. You just went around, you drove. But um, yeah, it's like that. That beta was nice and cool. But the full game, when they did it, the reason why it took a while to get started is because they basically. That was done on like earlier one of the older Unreal engines, and they did it on a newer one to try and future-proof it and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like it's been like nearly four years now. I think something like that. It's been a long time. Um, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's back in 2014. I backed it. I think it's one of the first ones I backed. Um, and it's like it's come out on Steam, and it's got three tracks on there, and the lap going around the lap doesn't work. Like you, when you complete a lap, it doesn't add your lap count. It says there's three laps, and it just does it? Um, the handling is like they've made it feel quite digital, which is, I mean, it's going for a retro feel. Yeah. So there is a little bit of this whole thing where you go through increments when you, so you can stop on an increment from the drift. You yeah. Know, when you're drifting, so yeah, yeah. It's not like you snap back into the facing forwards if you let go. You can you can tweak it. It's more like an outrun it. style. Yeah. Control. It's got that outrun thing going yeah. for it. But um, all the art and stuff looks fantastic on it. Like it looks almost final. Like all mm-hmm. the menus, all the cut graphics, the you know. Everything like the style of it's really cool and all that sort of stuff. Um, and they've put stuff like you can change the color of the car and there's decal design and stuff like that going into the game. Um, and of course, creator. Um, but the thing is, it's like it's it feels like hardly any coding's been done on it. Like, and when I was going through the forums, it seems the one of the artists in there was posting in that topic I said about where um, they said they need better communication. The, the artist was saying basically it's really frustrating because the guy who's doing the coding for the game and is the lead designer on it just seems to disappear for months on end. And they can't get hold of him, and he doesn't answer anything for months and months. Then he turns up and maybe has some more code for them, mm. um, and they can't do anything for it. And they kind of—it seems like there's a situation where 
the other guys working on it would quite like to be able to take the code off him and give it to someone else who can finish it because he seems to be unreliable and vanishing. Um, don't know if he's going through anything or what, but he's just completely disappearing. Yeah. And what they want to do is they want to get someone interested who's interested in publishing the game so they can get some backing to actually finish it. Yeah. Um, because quite clearly when you play it, it doesn't feel like it's had much of an advancement. It's like they've got it back to the alpha state it was mm. in the new engine, and they've only done like they've got the handling almost down perfect. The collision's fine on it now and stuff like that. Because early early versions I played, like because there was those previous builds they sent out a couple of years ago now. You'd get stuck on the scenery if you smacked into the wall or something, and collision would go weird. Yeah. Um, but it's like yeah, it's not been refined. Like the courses, the underwater track they've done, mm. where you're going around, it's like an underwater laboratory track going through tunnels and stuff. That's cool. Um, and it's got like wavy walls and stuff. Even though you're inside, you're not in the water. Huh. The walls are wavy. Um, but I guess that's just a design choice. Yeah. Who knows? Um, you never need to drift on any corner on that track. It feels like they've refined the how they want the handling to feel, but they haven't refined the tracks to match it. Oh, right. So it's just um, turning normally on that. Yeah. So it feels like you're playing like beta versions of all the tracks and they're really long. Like the water one. I mean, by the time I figured out I'd gone, I'd gone past a point I'd already gone past before, like four minutes had passed mm. and it's supposed to be a free lap race. And the only reason I know is because there's a big old rock that's halfway through the track. So that's the only reason I noticed there was like something wrong there. Um, but like I say, it's like everything, the menus, the graphics, the art, like all look fantastic. It's just the game isn't done. Yeah, it's not finished. And I know it's like early access and stuff, but when you see the artist in there saying, we don't know where this guy is, he doesn't talk to us for ages. And he's doing, he, someone needs to like talk to that guy, say, look, you're clearly not doing this. Like we got people who paid for this and backed us on this. We need to get it finished. They need to get that. I'd say get the code off him and chuck it onto a, an established team who knows how to get these things get done. Hmm. Like you know, not necessarily like some big, well-known team or anything like that. I'm not saying like Sumo Digital, although Sumo would freaking knock it out of the park. Like just get it onto a small team who can actually get the coding finished and get a game out. Like you know, get the, all the tracks you want to put in there. You know, because it's still got the test track on it that they released in like for the backers ages ago. Yeah. Um. You know, um, but yeah, it's like it would be really good if it was done. It's just not, it's not, it doesn't seem to be coming along. Um, I don't think this is a situation like some other Kickstarter back things where they just abandon it. I think the guys working on it really do want to work on it. It's just the main coder is just vanishing. Yeah. So I think what needs to happen is someone needs to, like, some YouTube channel that's big, bigger than mine, needs to do a bit of a shout about it and say, what the hell's going on? So, like, maybe it'll give him a nudge. Yeah. And make him realise. Because apparently they said that um, the artist was saying he heard rumblings that Nintendo were interested in publishing it. Huh. Like, and nothing come of it because they can't do anything without the main lead coder. You know, that'd be the perfect game to release for their new monthly subscription thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Bring out a brand new game straight away that's multiplayer. Some of the I don't know if it's going to have parts. multiplayer. It won't have online, I don't think. I think it'll have split screen local. That's probably about it. Because online, online stuff's difficult to make. When people expect online in a game, you're talking about like taking one guy off of doing a lot of code to make the game work and making him do nothing but work on online code. It's mm. freaking it's not Yeah, net code can be yeah, a fucking nightmare. It's not a manageable right. thing. It's it's not something you can expect from small devs. But um yeah, it's it it would be good if it was working. Like I say, it feels like the artwork's been worked on consistently, but the game has been coded for six months or something. Yeah. Not that it, not that it has. I mean I know they completely reworked the engine, but it doesn't feel much more advanced than the original test version and the fact the lap, laps aren't counting 
they counted on the back of version I played ages ago. Fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't know if I bugged it or something. Maybe I messed something up. I don't know. It's um, almost the exact same situation as, as we have with yeah. you. Yeah, there's only little things as well. Like, I think the car audio for the, the engine um, overpowers the music, even if you balance it. I put I put the music to 100 and the car audio down to, like, 40, and it still felt like it was overpowering the music at times. Because um, it's got that retro noise, mm. really whiny, whiny noise, and the there was times repeat, where like it's just a repeat of the. Yeah. yeah, there was times where if you hit a certain speed, it would like stutter a little bit, like it was trying to go between two states of something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I, I would like to see it finished, but I think they need to give this the lead developer needs a kick up the arse, or someone else needs to take over. Um, I, I reckon it'll get there eventually. I reckon because they they've got plenty of stuff they've shown and. That's been in development. They just need the code to be released to them because if the dev's working on it, he's not releasing it to them. Like, so, eh. You know, just drift stage. It, it would be good if it was finished or even looking like it was finishing. Yeah. It's not like Road Redemption that looked to state for ages but finished really well. Road Redemption ended up quite good despite... I think they're, they're everything fucked up for them, didn't they? Someone stole some computers from them or something like that. Oh, what Which you mean? Crazy. You know the Road Rash style roguelike yeah, yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. That was good, that. Was solid it? game. Yeah, solid game. Didn't it release in the end? Yeah, it's actually come out now. But yeah. it was delayed a load because I think, if I remember rightly, their, um, their place got busted into and someone stole a bunch yeah. of their computers and they lost loads of the code and stuff. I remember something like that happening. Yeah. Um, I thought it was No Man's Sky, though. No Man's Sky got flooded. No Man's Sky got flooded, but then yeah. they also got robbed as well. No, no, they got flooded. I remember when that happened because yeah. um, the... The Debenhams near where their office was got flooded as well, and my the luggage department got flooded. I was I working. Still, yeah. I still remember having to go across the car park to get to get out of Guildford, <laughs> just because it was the only thing that's raised up a little bit. Yeah, so it was just a fucking nightmare. Anyway, um, just stage. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't buy it if it when it comes out on early access because it's not actually available for people to buy yet. Yeah, but um, I'd I'd wait and see what happens with that before yeah. buying it when it does come up because it sounds like the development's not going to move along smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a concern, isn't it? It's a shame as well because I remember the game. There was just a simple circle yeah. set. There was like a circle. It was a city track. Yeah, that's in that's in there. Um, there's also there's another one I really backed nice ages ago called well. um, Power Drive 2000, which has that retro VHS look. But a bunch of games have ripped it off since. Like you know, looking like maybe that's the one we played then. That's another. It's a different one. This one, but it's got a like you know sunsets in the distance and film grain and. Oh, all this it's yeah. supposed to have a talking car in it and stuff like that okay because the um, one we played it was a lot of red and purple and yeah simple track s- sort of like, yeah. bass track but that one's vanished yeah no idea what's going on with the dev for that fuck's sake yeah what is it with people it's make a racing game damn it work. yeah alright hurry up okay so uh, my fourth review my fourth review my final review oh, um, ever yeah maybe um I was going to do one of two things. I was going to review my phone because I've had it now for six months and I realised I didn't do a review on it initially. Don't um, review a phone. I know. It was a bit weird. Um, it was just a thought. I, uh, I, about six months ago, my LG G5 broke and then I bought a Xiaomi Redmi 5 Plus. It's been a good phone. There's not really much else I can say. In terms of a phone, I've had a few difficulties but that's because of the seller I bought it from and not from not from the phone itself. So um, if anyone's looking for a cheap phone about £100, they're worth buying. It's a good stop gap and it's a nice Android phone. Uh, but my proper final review is going to be Mother Gunship. Mother Mother Gunship. Mother Mother Gunship. Mother Mother Gunship. Mother Gun Mother Gun Mother Mother Gunship. Um okay, so um, my good man, but mother in my hand. If the dollar doesn't show then you owe me, owe me, owe my jungle love. 
Oh wee, oh wee, oh. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so yeah. Prince is available on streaming services for the first time now. Well, yeah, he's been yeah. on there for a while. No, only recently they released them last week. Well, is that on Spotify and stuff? Yeah, like, okay, whole, yeah. a whole back catalog, twenty six albums. Because his like YouTube has been released for a while. Yeah, yeah, I was watching that a while ago. Bat dance. Oh no, no, the bat dance. Do you see his cover of Nothing Compares to You? Don't care. Where he's wearing dance. these fucking six inch t- high heels and doing like flips and fucking and like splits at the Prince. Prince was a god among his men. His last album's good. Is it? Yeah. Is it like, it's unfinished though, isn't it? No, like, no, his last album got released. Did it? Like a couple of years ago. Before do you, you remember, Do you remember the album that was released in the mail on Sunday only? No. Like he made a deal where he gave it away in the mail oh. on Sunday. It wasn't oh. for sale. That doesn't sound good. It was so weird. It was a good album. I liked <laughs> it. Um, Prince was just a really, really smart slash weird guy. It's a shame that he's Mitch. not with us anymore because he was fucking incredible. His Probably music. for the best. Have you heard his song on The Muppet Show? Starfish and coffee. Um, basically... What are you talking about Mother Gunship? Yeah, sorry, I'm talking about Mother Gunship. So a long time ago, a long, long time ago, um, I reviewed a game called Tower of Guns. It was a really simple, low-key... Like, I remember that. It was, like, it was almost like a HD version of a PlayStation game. So low on detail, very fast-paced. You essentially got guns, and then as you went shooting these robots, your guns upgraded, and then you you basically could shoot more robots. And you had different levels and you went up a level and it was a bit like a puzzle game slash randomly generated roguelike, like, well, gauntlet-like more than roguelike, but yeah. Um, Mother Gunship is like an advancement on that idea. Now, I don't know if the, the developers are related or if it's the same developer. I haven't looked into it that much. I've only looked, I've only been playing the game. Um, I'm trying to do less on the background unless there's issues with the game. And for this, I've actually been pleasantly surprised. It's a very... Good game. Runs quite well. One of the nice things about it is that um, now there's more of a puzzle element to it. So every every time you complete a room, there's usually a shop. Mm-hmm. You gather coins. Now, coins are rare. There's two types of currency. There's these gems, and gems sort of go to your level, and then coins you can spend on stuff whilst you're in there. Um, and with those, you can buy parts for your gun. So you can start off with just you start off with just these little dots, and when you put a when you put a gun on the dots, it then fires out that type of bullet. Mm. All right. If you don't have any of the, if you don't have any guns on your on your dots, then you just use your, your punching attack. Um, what you can do is you can get connectors that give you more guns. So it's a bit like Lego. If you've got one one you little guns dot, on your guns, you put guns on your guns. Yeah. So you can end up with these like triangular shaped machine guns with a rocket launch and a laser gun. And then you can go further than that. You can add in things that add in like a little L shaped arm. And then with the L shaped arm, you can get a gun on the end, and then you can get little add ons underneath and on the nice. sides. And it basically, by the time you finish a level, you've got these ridiculous giant fucking arm cannons that have like rocket launchers all over and, and, and sort of several machine guns and they fire acid or some shit like that. And, and it nice. gets really fun, it gets really chaotic. Um, one level that I played just before this because I gave up on We Happy Few again, I went and played this for another couple of hours. Um, I've already, I've, I've played a lot of it and I've been really enjoying it. I like the hub world and how everything works. But anyway, it's besides the point. Um, so, so one of the levels I played recently, I did see some slowdown for the first time. Oh, bad but shite, useless digital foundry would trash On the PS4 that. Pro as well, which yeah. is a bit upsetting. Um, but basically the level, I went into the room and it looked just like a massive hallway and they had like, um, a plinth in the middle and it went down and then it was, it, it's like a, a, like the size of a football field or a football stadium. Um, and then there's space up top as well and two jump pads that go up further high, further up. So I stepped out into the room and then the guns started generating. So you had like these big turrets and you had these smaller turrets and there's bullets flying everywhere and that. 
and it's fucking everywhere. Like, it is a bit of a mess. There is a pattern to it, so everything has a pattern. So the big guns usually shoot out, shoot out like a door frame shaped, shaped pattern of rockets, mm. so you can jump through. The little ones have an individual rocket, and it's slow. The big ones that fire massive rockets are even slower, so you can dodge those fairly easily. It's like Mario rules when it comes yeah. to the bombs. Um, not the bombs, what was it? The Torpedo Joes? What are the name of the rocket? Bullet Bills. Bullet Bills are bullets. Bullet bills, yeah. There are uh, torpedos. No. I know. Torpedoes. So Bullet Bills. Yeah. So it's kind of like those those rules. And then down came these four like disco ball style spinning light laser things that were also spinning around in the room. So nice. I had to avoid those as well. And, and then all these bombs that sort of like trained on you started coming towards me as well. And I got one shot off against the bomb and it started chain reactioning, blowing up all these bombs and a load of the guns and stuff. And the, my PS4 just went, uh, we're going to five frames a second. Hit the for just limit. For, probably. Went to like five frames a second for like four mm. seconds. I was like, uh, 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 uh. And I was like, no! Nah! I just really didn't want to die. Just do it like the old Nez used to do, where it just like makes sprites vanish for a yeah. while. Um, but but no, fuck uh, these sprites, fuck these ones in particular. <laughs> fuck all these, get rid of this. And still slow down. Yeah. Because it was a NES. <laughs> it didn't have much power. Uh, it's pronounced NES. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Nintendo. What? Try and NES? tell me it's pronounced NES. Oh, no. Fine, fuck no. off with that shit. It's a NES. Two different things. And a NES, NES was a character in... Uh, yeah, NES is a character in Earthbound. In Earthbound, yeah. yeah. NES is the console. Yeah. Um, but no, it, Mother Gunship, really, really fun, really arcadey. It's really simple process, like concept, and when you do start getting used it's to the 2D idea- shooter, isn't it? No, no, it's 3D. Yeah. 3D, oh, it's like that. massive rooms. I want to be 2D. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, I, it's not 2D. You're looking for my friend Pedro. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. I can't play that. Uh, but Mother Gunship is really, really fun, really simple. I don't think it's expensive. I think it's like £15, £10, £15, and it's like a lot of levels, and there's side missions and all this other stuff. Like, there are some missions where you usually get to pick your loadout and you get like four, six, ten guns, like however many they give you to complete the level because like you'll have various enemies that come at you. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you've got like side missions where they'll give you four guns and they'll be like, the new company wants to try out these guns. Do you want to give them a go? And they're always shit and you've got to be a little bit inventive on how you use them and how you mm. do them. Like, And they're like buff, um, they're like buff add-ons and stuff so you can get stuff that shoots lava and then you've got like slow down grenades and things like that. And it's just, it becomes so chaotic. But at the same time, when you start experimenting with the guns and you're like, okay, so I've got four lasers and I've got the accelerator mod. So I'll chuck that on there. And then, um, and then I've got, and then I've got another accelerator mod. This is going to be fine. And then you get out there and you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, my energy is just fucking completely drained. Give me a second. And then you fire oh. again and it comes out spiraled and you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's, nice. and, it's, and it's and it's really good just having to adapt that on the fly. You can when you're in the room making the guns, you can fire them off, but sometimes they have an explosive effect, so it can be like a. It could be one of those things where it's like uh, risk and reward. Hmm. But um, but no, I like to. I just go headlong in and be like, how many guns can I fit on each hand? The last game that I played, I made the mistake of making. So I had like a I had like a, a free space tool one. And I had another free space tool and I was like, oh, I can get two up here. And when I loaded into the game after making this gun, it was in front of half of the screen. Nice. <laughs> I was like, fuck's sake. That's fine. fine. This works. It's going to work. You don't fine. need to see the enemies. Just fire anyway, indiscriminately. Yeah. Like um, Americans do. But yeah, it's it's been really good. Like It reminds me a lot of Tower of Guns, but that game was so unpolished. Mm. And it was such a weird game to be on the PS4. Like, it had a disc release. Did it? Yeah. Don't remember it. So it was just, it was a really I weird... that Tower of... Something that was like made nineteen fifties retro looking thing. That might have been it. No, it didn't have. You didn't create guns in that. 
Did you not? I think you just earned. Like, no, I think that it was that one. You didn't make guns in that one. You just got upgrades, and then yeah. your guns got bigger. I can't remember. But yeah, that's. Um, but this is this was a real surprise. I again, it's something that I was given for review, so it's not something I bought. Stop stealing games from review from companies. We're journalists, man. We got to do it. I'm not a journalist. Yeah, we're both journalists. For fuck's sake. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're both journalists. Yeah, I don't want to be a journalist. Uh, but yeah, I would... Fake news, and Your fake news. Um, I would recommend Mother Gunship. It's not quite a Tom Atkins. I mean, I, I do see it being something that that just replaces smaller games, like replaces bigger games. So like, I play it sometimes in between God of War and I'm still playing Far Cry 5 sometimes. I've got um, Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z now that I've been playing in between it's as well. Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Yeah. Um, but all in all, really, really fun game. Real surprise, actually, because it looked a lot like Tower of Guns, and I was worried that it was just going to be that again. But it's not. It's fun little puzzle element. I don't think that game's called Tower of Guns, if it's the one I'm it thinking of. It is Tower of. of Guns. No. Okay, it might be a different If it's the one, one that's got the 1950s movie style look to it. No, I don't think it has 1950s movie well, It's not that, then. But... Stop making me think it's that. But yeah, Tower of Guns was uh, crap compared to... Well, it's not crap. That was an alright game for what it was, but this is amazing. I really recommend this. Uh, I give it a... Give it an Alex Winter. Alex Winter? Yeah. I met him. Did you? Yeah, he's alright. He directed Ben 10 live action. Yeah. Star of Bill and Ted and director of Freaks. Yeah. Freaks is a film. Freaks is a great film. Yeah. Why did... This is the thing I don't understand. Why do people not recognise the the sequel to... The spiritual sequel to Bill and Ted? What, Freaks? Yeah. I wouldn't call it spiritual. It's got Keanu Reeves in it. He's only in it briefly. He's a dog boy. No, he's in it for quite a lot. He's a dog boy. It's Ortiz, the dog boy. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> From he's in a band called Dogstar. Why is he like dogs? I don't know. Actually, yeah. Last time we should have seen that coming with John Wick, shouldn't we? Yeah. He based a lot of his life around dogs. He identifies with them. And oh, John Wick's a great film. Yeah. Sexy film. Yeah. Lots of shooting in the head. I like when people get shot in the head. So do I. I like people when people get shot a load in the face. Um, you done then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you may have noticed I haven't reviewed a Super Sentai series this week. <gasps> You haven't? No. Oh, but I did I finish can't. another series of Power Rangers. I can't wait. Yeah. I finished Power Rangers Wild Force, Ooh. which I got through quite quickly, frankly, because this is where the episode drop-off starts happening. Yeah. When they start getting shorter. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah, 37 episodes in this series. Still still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> still a lot. It's not as much as the 65 from the first series, but it's an improvement. Um, so what Power Rangers Wild Force is based on the Super Sentai series called Gal Ranger. Yep. And in Gal Ranger, the most identifying feature of that series is that they keep shouting Gal when they do attacks. Because that's, Gal is like the Japanese equivalent of a roar. Oh, okay. You like how us, we have a roar, be growl. Yeah. To them, it's Gal. Yeah. You like how cat meow, we say cats meow, they say cats nian. Yeah. It's like their sound thing. Okay. Um, but they don't do that in Power Rangers Wild Force. So that's one strike against it. Not one point in the whole series does any character shout Gal. Okay. And I was upset by that because that's my favourite thing about that series. <laughs> in, um, in its in its pro column though, um, yeah. it's based almost entirely on the Super Sentai series, like word for word. Like the whole thing is like when you watch it, you're like, this is a Japanese show that's been translated to English. I think they chucked it through Google Translate or Babelfish back then. 2003, Babelfish, yeah. Babel yeah. 2002. Um, but anyway, the story goes... Start off with a guy called Cole, and he's basically Mowgli. Um, he's been living in the wilderness with a tribe, um, not animals, but he's raised by humans, but a tribe that's out in the middle of nowhere. So he's very close and in touch with nature. Yeah. At some point in the past, his parents died, 
and he decides to go like they go oh go find your parents right and they give him a photo and a ball this ball thing's got like a lion in it yeah a toy lion it looks like a gachapon um, and he goes back to just I, I think he just goes to the first city he finds and assumes that's where he's going to find his parents um, conveniently that is the city they came from it's weird how that worked out yeah um, but in the way he's there he finds a team of four Power Rangers they don't have a red one at the time but they're fighting monsters called orgs and then he stopped these orgs because 3,000 years ago orgs almost destroyed the world they got defeated and to protect the world at the time they flew this big turtle shaped island called the Animaria up into the sky somehow people haven't noticed it when it's flying around and there's a giant turtle shaped hole in the middle of the city which is like a lake so you'd think people would have noticed at some point I mean it's a weird shape for a lake yeah and in 3,000 years it didn't change shape that's odd yeah that's very weird <laughs> but anyway um, so he joins the Power Rangers and instantly gets the Tommy treatment of becoming the leader okay. like when, you remember when Tommy was turned into the White Ranger and they're just like here's the new White Ranger the new leader of the Power Rangers and the Red Ranger the Red Ranger yeah. takes a step back no he just smiles but you know in his head he's like you fucker yeah but um, the funny thing about that is that they introduce they say oh it's the White Ranger the new leader before they say it's Tommy if they'd said it's Tommy the new leader of the Power Rangers you'd think the others would be like, oh Tommy's been around for a while he's been through a lot and he's quite a solid fighter maybe not is a White Ranger he's the new leader and then you find out it's Tommy well and he was the Green Ranger before yeah he was evil yeah like that's like hiring someone who, like getting someone at McDonald's who shits in the fryer yeah. And then hiring and hiring back as manager. Oh, you stabbed one of the guys that used to work here. Come yeah. on in, manage the place. Yeah, you can manage the place now. Yeah. But anyway, um, so Wild Force, um, its main crime, I'd say, is that like it lacks humour for a lot of it, and it's kind of dull. Um, none of the guys in the cast are particularly memorable. There is, like, they have characters, but they're so bland. Mm. Like every single one of them. Um, I'm. I know the main character's called Cole. I know one of them's called Danny and one's called Max and then I'm blanked out. Really? Um, oh, the Silver Ranger's called Merrick and he has one of those um, late 90s, early 2000s little goatees. Oh. You know the ones every new metal band yeah. had? And he's Creed. got a centre part in <gasps> with silver bits at the front. Yes. And he's a loner. He hangs out at a oh, bar. Oh, he's so cool. He hangs out at a bar that never serves alcohol and he plays pool there. He got really into Lost Profits, yeah. didn't he? He wears a jacket that's got Howling Wolf written on it. Yeah. Of it, um, it sounds like something out of um, what was he's the, so fucking emo. What was the what was the rock band? No, not the rock. It wasn't a rock band. But what was the the Japanese zombie film about the rock band that had the transvestite woman who was in love with the lead singer in it? And probably called Toilet Ninja. No, 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 zombie. no, no, no. What was it? What was the? Uh, oh, I don't know. You carry on with this. No. But anyway, um, so yeah, this is a normal story. The villain in it is called Master Rog, but he has two like they're called Duke Orgs. They're like. Like, orgs have a hierarchy. There's regular orgs who are a bit shit. Duke orgs are the ones who have one horn and they're supposed to be more powerful. Yeah. And Master Org is meant to be the leader. But the Duke orgs have been on Earth for 3,000 years and they kind of suspect that the Master Org isn't really Master Org. He might be a human. And it turns out he is. And he's been using technology, but then he gets actually possessed by the real Duke Master Org and it's bollocks. Um, and there's all this. It's just one of those convoluted plot things going on, but it's just... Eh. Um, there's a lot of CGI mont robots in it this time, and there's like a run where they just get a new Zord every week. It's just like, here, have a fucking Zord, whatever. Um, one of them, the princess who runs Animaria and Merrick have to sing a song to every morning, and they keep trying to make it a thing, and it's like some song that was rejected for Pocahontas. 
um, and they keep singing it to the deer and the deer won't help them unless they sing the song to them every morning. That deer's a fucker. Like, <laughs> leave that bastard alone. Wild Zero was the name of that film. Wild Zero. Wild Zero. Um, there's also a weird sub-theme of sports for the series. It's really odd. Um, Merrick, the Silver Ranger, Wolf Ranger, whatever, um, his finishing move, he makes like a snooker, a pool table thing appear that locks the enemy in place and then he puts his orb things he's got that summon the animals and smacks them with his pool cue stick and it like knocks them all over the place and one of the zords has like an armadillo zord in its foot it's yeah. like a little zord and it pops out and a stadium appears around him he plays keepy uppy like a football and then boots it into the monster's head um, I mean to be fair like using footballs and sports and stuff to beat monsters has been a thing in Power Rangers and Super Sentai since the very first Go Ranger episode, which I fucking cracked up when I first saw that. Well, there's a, there's they a kick f- a ball at the fucking monster's head and it falls over and explodes. There's a film called Born <laughs> to Fight that I like to play friends on bad movie nights. And mm. um, one of the scenes is there's a guy with one leg who kicks a coconut to this pro football player who's on a tour of. Has he got a fake leg? Yeah, no, he's not. He's just got one he leg and he's got like crutches. Oh, and he does okay. like football. So I was trying to figure out how he kicked with one so, leg. <laughs> so there's like a there's an Olympic team of sports heroes who go around poor areas in China, I think, or Japan mm. or Korea, um, and they visit towns. And oh, it's Korea. And they visit towns and basically go like, "We grew up in places like this. If you work hard, you can be just like us." And they go to a town where it's been ravaged by war and like they've got landmines and stuff. So a lot of the kids oh, are so missing like, limbs like and stuff. Christian like, yeah, like help Christian, help yeah. you know, going to yeah. Africa. Um, but going, you won't be hungry if you pray. Yeah, they happen to be visiting well? this village. No. They have to be visiting this village just as terrorists take it over yeah, to install the satellite system to nuke the rest of Korea. Yeah. Um, and they have to fight back using their their sports skills. Huh. <laughs> and one person's a really good right, footballer, and so he's like kicking this ball around. Soccer. Yeah, a bit like shouting soccer. But he's kicking this ball around with kids. It's taken deadly seriously though. He's kicking this ball around with kids, and this one kid comes over and he goes, "Can I play?" And he goes, "Yeah, here you go." And he kicks him the ball, and the the guy with the crutches kicks it, and it, it goes too far. And he's like, he's like, oh, "I'm not used to kicking around those soft balls." And he like. And he goes, oh, well, we'll train with your ball then. And he pulls out this coconut and kicks it to him. And he goes to kick it. He's like, oh, oh my foot. Oh. And he's like, he's like ha, 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 weak man, like that. And then later on, they work together. He yeah. kicks him the coconut. And then the footballer, as it's coming towards him, he crosses it. And it goes up into the air and hits someone in a fucking guard tower. Nice. And knocks them out the side. Awesome. <laughs> someone was a fan of Go Ranger. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a rugby dude who tackles a guy for a, for a door. And it is... It, it's well, I went to do rugby at school. My mate Kevin, he was like skinny at yeah. school, and we had to do the thing where they run towards you, grab the legs, pick him up, put him onto the mat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd grab him, and the force of me lifting him up would shoot him straight over my head. <laughs> and luckily, the mat was behind us, so yeah. he would land on the mat. But it happened every single time. And if he tried to do it to me, because we'd always team up together, because we didn't like anyone else at school. Yeah. Um, I'd just plough through him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to love rugby yeah. at school. But yeah, no, Born to Fight is another... Yeah. It, I think it was. It probably matches up in time to the yeah. what you're talking about. I found the name of that film. I'm going to read the synopsis after you've done your review. Yeah. But anyway, um, Power Rangers Wild Force. Um, no episodes stand out for the series. No. It feels oddly weird. But the thing is, this is the last of the Saban-produced series. Okay. Disney brought the rights to Fox's Kids Network and stuff and in the process picked up Power Rangers. Yeah. And they were almost going to cancel it. But this series was already basically in production. So it carried on as it would have done under Saban's rule. All the same, Mike Morphin Power Rangers Productions did it and like the same producers and directors and stuff. And it ends with a two-part finale 
um, which is actually like probably one of the best finales. It's actually really good. Yeah. Um, all the Zords get fucked. Like they all get blown up and destroyed. Master all turns into a giant monster in the first part, and the first part is nothing but Zords being murdered. Oh. Like they're all getting blown up. Their little ball things explode and all this shit. And then some. Yeah. In the second part is them fighting back, and they go to fight Master Org while he's a giant mm. and they've got nothing and they just they get up to the rooftop and they're like we ain't gonna fucking give up mm. we can't morph don't care we're just gonna <laughs> probably jump and get there's a bit where Red Ranger when he has got powers he jumps yeah. up towards Master Org I guess he can jump 70 foot in the air yeah. Master Org just slaps him out the way <laughs> and he just smack and lands on a rooftop and it's just like oh he wasn't morphed at that point but he, yeah, he just gets smacked out of the way yeah. and just splat and it's just like Oh, well, you yeah. tried. He's, he yeah. died, died a hero. Um, but there's this thing running for the whole series where two of the Danny and Max, they like. I think Max is meant to be a simpleton, but I can't tell. Yeah. He's the only one who is gets this, a girlfriend. Is this an American one, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And the whole way through it, they've got this thing where it's like, never give up. And that's their phrase to mm-hmm. encourage themselves to always try harder. And that's the best they could come up with. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, it's a bit... For Disney. You think you'd come up with... It wasn't Disney at this point, though. It's still technically Saban. Saban. But um, yeah, just going, never give up, never give up. And it keeps coming back. And at the end of the series, all the Rangers are like, never give up. And I'm just like, I, I know what you're going for here. Maybe just I know up. it's the theme, but... Yeah, just give up. Yeah, but it's, yeah, but you know, for a series, it does have an environmentalist message. It does have a conservationist message. It is all about, you know, fighting back against villains. Yeah. There's um, surprisingly touching stuff with some of the monsters. Two of the monsters, the two Ducorgs who have lived on the Earth the whole time. Yeah. They've been friends forever and they're kind of, you know, they're evil, they're treacherous and all this sort of stuff. One of them gets killed and it makes the other one... There's a couple of episodes earlier where they have a little moment where they're like, you're the only friend I've got. Um, and he gets killed and he does everything he can to bring her back to life. Oh, really? And she's like super touched by it. He even helps the Power Rangers. Like, he helps me in a way where he's not like, I'm going to team with you. He helps me in a way where he basically beats the shit out of the monster they're trying to fight, holds the monster still so they use their weapon so he can grab what's left of her horn. One of the villains convinced her to cut her horn off. Okay. Um, to make her be able to go into the anime area. Yeah. And he uses it to revive her. And they have like a touch moment. Sounds and swings. And they're talking about yeah. how they're best buddies. And at the end, they wander off. They get to walk off and live their life. Um, but the whole thing ends in a very like, like a final way. Like they didn't know if they were going to carry on. Yeah. And it ends with this whole bit where they're like, you know, um, freaking, you know, this ranger went off and did this. This one went to teach in a school and all this, and it had a point to the narration you heard, like, them narrating yeah. lives. Um, and the only other episode that really stood out was there's a Time Force crossover episode, which is apparently written by fans. And, like, some fan guy got um, hired to write the episode because it was, like, a crossover. Yeah. Because there wasn't a... Uh, in Super Sentai, there wasn't a crossover between Time Ranger and Gal Ranger. Mm. So they basically had to make one up. Mm. And it's entirely new footage, and Vernon Wells is back as Rancic, and oh. he gets his monster side removed, so you get him without his weird fucked up eye that was really gory looking for yeah. a kid show. Um, well, Zed was gory looking in the first yeah, he got no of skin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was a surprisingly good episode. It ends with them having a picnic and a party, and it goes on for way too long. <laughs> Just them hanging out. Um, that was a good crossover. The so Deadpool two two ending of uh, kids programs. Yeah, but um, there's a yeah that was a surprisingly good because it wrapped up a whole bunch of loose threads from Time Force mm. and and Time Force was a decent series and the show had some character for an episode because yeah. Vernon Wells was there. Well, yeah, Everyone fucking loves Vernon Wells. Yeah, that and also they got to do their own fight scenes and stuff like that. It could all be yeah. directed. The American fight stuff is always usually really good. Yeah, like it's surprisingly well done. I think they had the same stunt team from Japan and stuff, but. Like a lot of the same guys. It's doubtful, to be honest, because the years between them. But the um, there's only a year at a time. But oh, um, one of the guys who directs Power Rangers from fairly early on mm. was one of the guys who directed 
Super Sentai in the 80s and 90s. So he came over and took over Hiroyuki Sakamoto, I think his name is. Um, And he's got a snappier direction style. You know it's his episode because there's usually a bit more snap and pace to the... Yeah, it's a bit more kinetic. Yeah, and his comedy stuff's brilliant when he does it. Like, just nice little things. But um, yeah, that was the end of the Saban era. I'm 10 years through Power Rangers now. Jesus. And the good thing is I'm over halfway through. Well, they're making a sequel to the film, aren't they? Confirm yeah, apparently, gonna, yeah. Yeah, confirm they're going to yeah. continue on. I think if you just do that sequel and just have it start with them going, oh yeah, we totally figured out how to make our costumes look less alien so people wouldn't be scared of us. Um, and we also protect the Zeo crystal. That's going to be important. Remember the Zeo crystal I think just bring under the thing. Bring in Ivan News. You know, Zed, no, Zed finds Rita on the planet, gives his ra- gives her ranger coy to some human and makes them brainwash to fight for them so they got a green ranger because she was a green ranger originally once she had a ranger coy mm. and the thing and just in the first 10 minutes destroy that fucking megazord that everyone hates oh well the new one yeah have them lose their powers they need the zeo crystals to get their powers back but the zeo crystals been shattered and spread across the planet or something they have to go on a quest to get it they get new powers new costumes spandex costumes and uh yeah just just race along give rita repulsor a new costume i actually really liked yeah but give her no just have her be dead have her be fucking dead she's on monster of the week she landed on the moon Monster of the Week. Yeah, but she wasn't alive. No, she will, but she's Rita Repulsa. Monster of the she's Week. She's survived being at the bottom of the ocean for 10,000 years. Just Monster of the Week here. Yeah. It's more fun that I way. would like a monster, just monsters. Yeah. Just have a, a sequence just, at the start where it shows them beating random monsters. Just be like, be like, okay, mm. this stuff has been discovered. So since you've killed Rita, the Zeo Crystal's leaking. Yeah, the so stuff monsters that's have leaking come out. to get it. No, the stuff that's leaking out is affecting wildlife, so Angel Grove just starts changing, and you've got these giant fucking horrible monsters, and they've got to work with Zed to close to be the giant zero straight away. No, I know, but like, you know what I mean? They like, work with Zed? No, not Zed. Um, they work with Zordon, uh, Zordon to, to heal the crystal, because they've got to work well, out It's exposed. Way There's no Dunkin' Donuts there now. Dunkin' Donuts technically own that zero crystal. They're going to do, yeah. they're going to do Zero Crystal that, topping Do donuts. it so it works in that, in that world because I didn't mind the costumes, I didn't mind the action, everything was well the costume, shot. Like, loads of people go, oh, they're CGI costumes. They're not. No, like, they're the only CGI on them. the lights and shit. Yeah, like they had like glowing bits going around the edges. No, that's what I mean. But um, those costumes, you watch the set and the making of, they're real costumes. They What's use. nice as well is like a load of the shots they did, like the stunt shots, everybody was saying like the car shot at the beginning is CGI. No, they've got like a spinning camera in a hmm. fucking car. That yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so just before just before we end off, anyway, I've finished Wild Force now. Yeah, you finished Wild Force now. It's average. Yeah, I want to Ninja Storm, the first of the Disney series now. Yeah, um, and it's camp as fucking fucking hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, there's a bit where they complain about how they're in another quarry again. There was an episode where they beat a giant pig monster. Yeah, and in the next Is scene, it the same one from the first series. No, 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 it's a oh. new pig monster. Um, after one, two of the rangers got stuck in some popcorn. Um, this is the level it's at and after they beat the giant pig monster the villains are sat there like going well we blame him for all this we won't be seeing him again and they're eating giant pork ribs Jesus <laughs> Disney show everybody yeah Disney show anyway yeah Ninja Storm I'll, I'll get through that eventually yeah 37 episodes shouldn't take me too long right. so so your your explanation of this reminded me of this film, film World Zero um, and I think the only way that I can do it justice is if I read the Amazon Synopsis. Yeah. Um, so, here we go. This is Wild Zero. Japan's rock and roll zombie horror classic, Ace, a rockabilly fan who wants to be cool, is on his way to see his favourite rock group, Guitar Wolf, when a strange oh, is he one of those guys who dresses like a 1950s yeah. greaser? Aliens invade the earth and people start returning to life as flesh-eating zombies. Enlisting the help of the real-life Japanese rock-pop punk band, Guitar Wolf, 
Ace and the members of the band get entangled in many misadventures with crazy rock managers in very tight shorts, transsexuals, naked women shooting guns in the shower, and bloodthirsty zombies ready to tear them apart. You sure it's not a trauma film? <laughs> Leather jackets, loud over-modulated music, laser guitar picks, motorcycles, muscle cars, and lots of fire. It's all right here. Did we also happen to mention flesh-eating zombies? Think Dawn of the Dead meets Kiss and Meet the, the Phantom of the Park with the humour of Evil Dead 2. And that's what World Zero is all about. And World Zero is actually a pretty fucking phenomenal film. It's very much like Power Rangers. It's as good as Robo Geisha. <laughs> it's better. It's, what? It's very similar to I have Power Robo Geisha. Do you? It's not. No, it's nothing like Robo Geisha. It's very similar to Power Rangers in itself. Everyone sort of has their team dynamic mm. already. And, like, the romance sort of happens in the background because every time there's, like, a zombie attack, the pop-punk band just go into this awesome, like, we're really good at this, don't worry, <laughs> just kill everything. Nice. But it's it's all like really Charlie dark. Murder. It's Yeah, maybe like Charlie Murder. It's all really dark, but it's dark in a way that's clear still. I'd recommend Wild Zero. I'd probably review it next week now that I've talked about it because I have to buy it and watch it. Well, I need to get a copy of Big Man Japan at some point. Oh, the more recent one. That's, that's from about 2008, something 2007. like 2007. I think so. But that's um that's a good Tokusatsu film if it's you want to see something film. fucking funny. Really <laughs> so, weird film. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Ultraman was depressed. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That one where like there's um, like a bunch of monsters, big man Japan's just standing back, and one of them's got the monster on the floor and he's just beating the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one where he does a drop elbow on the on the person in the suit, and you see you see the elbow go all the way into the person. Yeah. Because clearly they haven't done any stunt work properly, <laughs> so it fucking takes him out. Good stuff. No, Wild Zero uncut. And- <gasps> Trash and chaos. No, oh, it's trash. Anyway, oh, it's, it's region. It's not region three. That's it for today. We've um, finished an episode. Yeah, it went relatively, yeah. relatively well today. Yeah, still nearly two hours long. I know, but we got <sighs> into the Rocketeer. There's yeah. like half an hour where we spoke about the Rocketeer. They wanted to do a sequel to the Rocketeer, didn't I they? I know they did. Yeah, it's not happened. And I was enough- all for it because it was going to be a a black woman. Everyone was like, "Oh, look at that SJWs and shit." No. You have a black woman who got refused to be part of the Tuskegee Airmen and she wants to fly and fight in the war, give her the rocket pack. What I don't understand be is, awesome. like, people always say SJW bullshit when you just change the main when character. When we're talking about just representation, yeah. it's just fair. It's yeah, fine. well, it's not even that it's just fair. I want to see something that's not white people it's, it's doing not even white it's just fair. It's just the fact that you know that different people do different things. Yeah. Like, this happens. Like, yeah. Riri in the Iron Man comics makes sense. All the best pirates nowadays aren't white. Yeah. Well, yeah, Zoe Saldana was... Was it Zoe, was Zoe Saldana in Pirates of the Caribbean? Zoe Saldana, blackface for Nina Simone. I mean, I know she's black, but she went... They made her darker and gave her a, a big nose. In a Nina Simone biopic. Oh, really? Yeah, black people hate it. <laughs> oh, well. well yeah. Zoe Saldana was in the Pirates films and she was... Was she? She was, oh, yeah, yeah, she was, she was to, to take over, wasn't she? In the yeah, sequel, she was the one who had the black pearl. It was her, her yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, I remember. She would have been a better fucking main Vague character. Johnny Depp was dog shit by the second one. Yeah. Well, he's deaf and blind. Who? Johnny Depp. Really? Like he's, yeah, I mean, for years he's had an earpiece in to yeah, feed yeah, his yeah. lines to him. But yeah. apparently he can barely see. Really? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me the amount of fucking drugs and wine he does. Yeah. He is... He does look like a corpse when you see a photo of him. Yeah, he doesn't look good. Nah. Anyway, so this has been Critical Apocalypse episode 92. Um, as always, if you like it, follow us. We're on all social yeah. media and that. Um, and we're on Google Play now. We're on what? Google Play Podcasts. What? Yeah, we're on iTunes. What? We're on everything now. We're on Stitcher, Deezer. Why are we on those things? What, Google Play? I got signed up for Google Play. Why? Well, the podcasts. Oh, no one's going to listen to us. Well, we're there now. Oh, for fuck's sake. We've got one review. 
Mark, did you write it? <laughs> I did. I did, did your mum write it? No, I wrote it. Um, okay, but yeah, so um, yeah, you can find us on all those platforms. And you can be found on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? I love something. At LV54SpaceMonkey. And also you are Mellow Gaming on YouTube. The You are the largest Mellow Gaming YouTube channel. Probably, for now. Yeah, still still going strong. Until someone starts one. That's not changed at all? No. No? There's 92 episodes and you've still held the title, the the lead Mellow Gaming 705 subscribers. Look at you And go. I haven't posted anything for a month. Look at you fucking go. You think yeah. you're cock of the world. <laughs> mm. You wait, because what we'll do is we'll get you another thousand when the next Super Smash Bros. comes out and we get all the content maybe, maybe DJ Slope would be nice and feature me in his next YouTuber's video. I mean, didn't you he say won't. that like a few times? He won't. You've helped him a few times as Jimmy well, haven't you? Jimmy Happer said he'll... Like, no, no. You said him stuff before. No. No, not him. I oh. helped My Life in Gaming once. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, you can find me at Critical Clips on uh, Twitter and I still haven't done anything with, with uh, YouTube, so fuck it, right? Fuck you, YouTube. Fuck yeah. 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 You can find us on SoundCloud and like I said, like, follow, comment, let us know if you like it. If you don't, then... We're join really in next time really will I review Power skin. Rangers will I review Ninja like Super Sentai who knows yeah join us next time where I definitely review Wild Zero because I want to watch it right away yeah you're going to forget I might watch Rocketeer yeah. <laughs> again this is the 20th time I've seen that fucking movie oh and as always Trump fucks kids he's a massive pedo he's also a Russian puppet yeah, it's really obvious. I know, it's so fucking obvious. There's no still... collusion. She seems to be... yeah. No collusion, something, something. Yeah, no Someone collusion, said... hyphen, witch hunt. It's like... Yeah, it's a thanks for the death metal album <laughs> recommendation. Well, my favourite ones was Chris Evans saying like, no awful collusion. lot of witches in this fake witch hunt. Yeah. <laughs> that was like... It was it's back true. in the day, to be it's honest. Fucking when fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, and there's people that still defend him. They say, no, he's not done anything He sold wrong. a $45 million mansion to a Russian billionaire for $95 million, and the billionaire just destroyed it because it was cheaper than keeping the mansion there. Really? Yeah. That's not suspicious at all, no, is it? not suspicious. That doesn't sound like exactly money laundering. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. Like, this is the thing, though. If he gets impeached, you're going to get a bunch of idiots that go like, have you done anything wrong? And it's not that they... They won't learn anything. It's not that they don't... It's not that they... It's not that they are... Nothing um, will change. Well, yeah. Well, this is the thing, though. If he gets impeached, all those people that are shouting that out and We'll just being, get Mr. Whitebread as president. Well, yeah. But all those people that shout... Complicit. Yeah. All the people that shout and sell that, all that shit like, oh, he didn't do anything, he didn't do anything. It's not that they... Um, it's not that they are ignoring all the evidence. They just don't fucking understand. They don't care. And that's the worst thing. They don't they, No, they don't understand. They don't understand DACA. They don't understand immigration. They don't understand the presidency. They don't understand voting. Like, they don't understand any of it. And then they turn around, they go, they go, well, he's our president, he represents the United States. He's like, he doesn't represent any of you. He gives tax breaks to the, to the richest 1%. Do you know how many 1% of all of the people living in America is? Because it's not your neighbour, Reg, who's fucking trying to pull down a farming. All of the industries he said he was going to help have failed miserably and gotten worse. Environmental standards have gotten worse. Nuclear arms. He said, that, oh, yeah, North Korea, I've stopped them from building nuclear arms. They've just continued. Because they that's what they every, do all the time. Yeah, every single president that sat has said, well, North Korea are a problem. We need to continue monitoring. There's a reason they don't bother going over there. Yeah, and he's turned around and he's gone like, no, no, we need to we, we need." Did you see those pictures of Kim Jong-un going around the um, like a warehouse, the factory recently? No. He looks fucking so happy when he goes around <laughs> those places. It's because America have turned off all the cameras. He doesn't have to worry anymore. They always put photos out. He's always like... Yeah, um, Mr. Biffo years ago did a post on Digitizer, which was just photos of what makes Kim Jong Un happy and sad. Yeah, and it's all those photos of him doing tours of things. And like, <laughs> there's like one which just like a, a sweet shot factory or something. Yeah. One which is a shoe factory. And he's like, <laughs> 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 he loves it. 
He Donald loves it. He's wearing a little fish hat and a white shirt and he's got his trousers pulled up to his armpits. I, I just can't understand the state of politics. <laughs> Did you see right now? Donald Trump went to a kindergarten school? Yeah, and he painted the fucking <laughs> flag the wrong colours. Yeah. Who does that? That's almost as bad as George Bush holding a book He is the president. I know. And people are like, hey, don't you know that there's a police flag that's the American when flag? George Bush held the book upside down, though. That was right after he got told that 9 11 had yeah, happened know, yeah. and he, he wasn't really he was like, concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what did the dog do? It killed hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, fuck uh, off. John McCann died, and he actually McCain. asked... John McCain, sorry, yeah, died. Yeah, died from Die Hard. Uh, yeah, John McCain, McCain died, and he asked that... Um, George Bush and Obama give his Yeah, the eulogy, and Donald Trump Don does Trump. not attend. Yeah. It's good. fucking incredible, isn't it? Like, twat, you, you think that in his head he'd realise that he's just not good at the job. But he still mm. says, like, oh, I'm way more intelligent than those people. I'm way more intelligent than these people. It's like, we we know what happens behind closed doors. Trying to end the doors. podcast. Pardon? Trying to end the podcast. Oh, yeah, sorry, shit, yeah, sorry. Fuck. Because now it's it. almost two hours ago. Oh, yeah, Trump definitely fucks kids, though. We'll end on that. Trump fucks kids and he's, he's a Russian fucking puppet. <sighs> just Google the Lolita Express. And, like, you can get a list of the amount of times he wrote that thing and what that thing was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.